0: listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello,
1: welcome back to the Oz Network for, I guess, a continuation of our Oscar bait collection of movies we're covering, but also the beginning of our Olympics month. The most exciting month for me and Ben, because we can technically post these on two separate podcasts if we want and do half the work. Uh, <laughs> we're starting it off here. As we originally promoted that it was going to be cool runnings, we couldn't do that because there's a movie out there that's getting a lot of buzz and maybe a week from now we'll be getting a lot of nominations. Uh, we're talking about I, Tonya, the biopic of the disgraced figure skater from the Little Hammer Games, Tonya Harding. Uh, this will be a fun episode and also a bit of an experiment for several reasons. Uh, one being this is, as Ben said Maybe a cross between a review and a recap, a reeve cap, crap, or something. <laughs> uh, okay, Oz Network's first ever reeve crap, um, and also for the first time ever in the history of the Oz Network, Canadians outnumber the Australians yeah. here, which is going to be very exciting as we all talk about Americans about um, about about Americans. <laughs> um, just starting things off, my name is Colin, and uh, this podcast is done by two of the biggest boobs in a network populated solely by boobs.
0: And my name is Ben, and I didn't swear, you cunt.
1: And I'm guessing our other hosts don't have an opening line because we didn't oh, discuss
0: that. I, so. I didn't tell this to Mallory, the fact that you've got to do an introduction. Um, my
2: name is Mallory, and I'm new to the podcast. Hello, Mallory. Yes, yeah, that, that sounds about right. I'm Mallory. <laughs> Thanks for the warning wow. there, Ben
1: hello (laughs) that's jamie
0: and and i'm jamie and there were no
1: naked men in this (laughs) movie yeah Yeah. that's the least jamie has ever said on any of these episodes (laughs) also so far as the most on topic she's ever been she's introduced herself um i tanya this is this is gonna be fun i think both of us saw these i guess in two groups here so we've probably had chances to discuss it you know uh not fully amongst ourselves but uh ben you and mallory saw this so what a couple of days ago yes
0: uh what was it two days ago wasn't it yeah true pretty much <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah no a couple of days ago now so um we pretty much watched it in one sitting i think we stopped for like five minutes to get some popcorn uh, oh
2: yeah the popcorn exactly. pop how can the you watch it movies. one
1: sitting when it's still in theaters
0: because we asked the lovely ushers to pause it, because we knew them. <laughs> 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 yes, I the release date in Australia is until March. We know people. Um, Mallory brought it with her from Canada. Yes. Um, yes. This was a movie
2: I had heard of before coming to <laughs> whatever country I'm in, Australia. Yes.
0: Yeah. Do you know where you are? Uh, no. Hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. Are
3: you being held against your will? <laughs> I'm not box. allowed to answer that question.
2: <laughs> anyway. I think Jamie and I just saw this one. <laughs> Awkward
0: pause. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Jamie and I saw this last night, also asking an usher to stop it amongst certain days. <laughs> um, I mean, I wanted to see this one myself, but I think uh, Jamie had an interest in it. Because, and we'll talk, I guess, a little bit about the the real story, too, here, before we jump too much into the movie, but uh, I don't even know if Jamie had much knowledge of the Tanya Hardy story other than what I told her about the Olympics, because she doesn't really, when the Olympics is on, she kind of just zones out and plays video games for two weeks. Um, Are they Olympic, and not video, Olympic games? video games? Oh, damn. No. no maybe, like, the mean? Mario Olympic games. I could get her the Mario ones, and, like, Sonic and Mario <laughs> and the discus or something. Uh, but... I think it helped showing her this special, and Ben, I, I know I mentioned to you it was out there, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but ABC did a special last week on, uh, I think it was called Truth and Lies, the Tanya Harding story, which was amazing, and I think based on the trailers, I kind of had this idea this movie would maybe be a little bit overly dramatized, or you know kind of more of a satire, and then when you watch the documentary, you realize this is pretty much exactly the way it happened, and the characters are exactly the way they're portrayed in the movie, and that kind of piqued Jamie's interest, so... Uh, she joined me on this one, but, um, I don't know, Ben, do you want to start off and just give initial impressions on I, Tonya, and then Mallory to follow? I'll just quickly say, um,
0: I saw the 30 for 30 documentary, I think, a couple of years ago that ESPN did on it, um, and it, it kind of always fascinated me. I, I read about it, and I think I, vag- I was seven when this happened, so I vaguely remember some news stories about it. Mallory, how old were you? You were born, weren't you?
2: Uh, I was not thought of yet. My parents, uh, my parents might have known each other at this
1: point. Okay, that's, that's
0: a, that's a good, can we just point out, uh, Mallory was born the year of the Atlanta Olympics, everybody, so, uh, for those playing your oh at home, that's
1: hi. A favourite of ours, we'll we, talk about it in a few years. Yes,
0: exactly, um, your When first, the
1: Donovan Bailey story comes out.
0: Your first winter games would have been Nagano, so that's in Japan, um, that's my first real winter Olympics, anyway, but, um... I wanted to see this movie too. I mean, I like Margot Robbie. I, I love kind of biopics on things that I guess I'm interested in. Um, like, if it was a biopic on, like, Taylor Swift, I wouldn't see it. But, um, you know, this wasn't. It was on... I, I Taylor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Taylor. Um, but
0: I, Taylor. But I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed it. I um, I, I liked kind of the style of it. I liked uh, sort of the interchangeable bits of, you know, how they kind of had the interviews done and then even, like, breaking the fourth wall every now and then. Uh, I thought that was just really, really clever and just... Look, I, I've i told the story, I think, when we did Suicide Squad about I saw Margot Robbie in Neighbours here in Australia, and that was, you know, not the highest acting chops you need in a TV show like that. But uh, she's brilliant. She's such a good actor, and i mean, also I'm a huge Alison Janney fan. Love her. Didn't even realise Bobby Cannavale's in it. This is turning into the Bobby Cannavale month legitimately here on the Oz Network. So, um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this film, although I feel the person to the left of me doesn't necessarily share my... Uh, high opinion of this movie do you (laughs)
2: oh I'm sorry guys I feel like I'm the only person who's not gonna enjoy this movie um okay first as Ben said I okay I had not even heard of Tanya Harding before watching this movie so like (laughs) the fact that this is like based on a true story and all that I'm like okay sure guys like that sounds right like I seriously I have like I had never heard of her um and so I think that for me, like, like I wasn't excited to see the movie. I love skating movies, so in that aspect, I was excited to see You love sports it. movies. I, Can we point out you love sports, sports movies. movies? That's actually yeah. true. But apart from that, I was like, it's just another movie. Um, and I honestly thought it was boring for about the first 45 minutes i told ben like half an hour and i looked at him and i was like this is a boring movie like i don't want to watch this anymore (laughs) um and there just wasn't enough skating in it like if you're gonna make a movie about freaking a figure skater let her skate i don't know that that's me
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you went to bed after the first half hour no i didn't i
2: watched the entire thing the ending happens <laughs> i remember what happens at the end. Seriously, it was a boring movie, guys.
1: Uh, I mean, maybe it does have to do with the true story because I mean, Jamie, you can you know give your opinion on this in uh a few minutes here when I'm done ranting, a couple, in about an hour and a half when I'm done my Tanya Harding right here. Uh, but I, I probably have more memory of this like ben did you uh, you didn't really say did you remember when this happened even if you weren't watching the olympics vaguely vaguely i mean i do remember bits and pieces of lillahama and i
0: vaguely it's kind of like i have vague recollections like oj simpson and things like that but i mean it's Mm -hmm. not to the extent again i'm seven so even if i see it or hear it i don't know what the hell is going on
1: yeah i mean i was 12 i think when this broke 12 or 13 and uh i i you know, watch bits and pieces of the Olympics leading up to that. I think Barcelona was the first one where, you know, my brother and I would just had nothing else to do, so we just watched a lot of Olympics this summer. Um I have to be honest, I mean Lillehammer, my memories of it come down mostly to this, and it was just the news when this broke, and I mean I was too young to really be following the news or care about it. So I don't remember when it all happened. It was just one of these things where it was sort of in the public eye and probably heard about it more just on tv with people mocking it and saturday night live i remember had a lot of skits about it and uh that was kind of my knowledge going in but it was such a big deal where everybody just had to watch this skate off between tanya harding and nancy kerrigan and even if you're just loosely following the story or if you're a kid you know you know enough that it's a big deal so i can remember watching this live when it was uh going on in lillehammer and that's probably all I remember from Lillehammer. I really didn't get into the Olympics till Atlanta, and Nagano. After that, but uh, we
0: won our first ever Winter Olympic medal. Thank you very
1: much, Colin, in 1994. You should remember that. Yeah, and one of these days you'll get up to double digits. No matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever won in figure skating? Just curious. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> I think we got a twelfth in figure skating people. once. <laughs> But like I, I I still remember this story just being intriguing enough that in the years since a lot of the other stuff they touch on at the end of this with her celebrity boxing thing she did I remember watching that on TV and uh, it's just one of these stories where you know they they make a lot of mentions about you know how it took on a life of its own and I can remember a time when you know my perception probably was Tanya Harding was the one clubbing the knee and you know bashing her face in and uh, I I don't even know if I knew the full story until years later but. I mean, the movie just works, and I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, I will kind of agree with Mallory just in that and it's probably not the way she was intending it, but the ending just kind of peters out a little bit for me. Uh, I think it kind of peaks with the Olympic Games and the, the whole hit on Tanya, or on Nancy. Uh, but, I mean, there's just it, it was such a quirky movie, and also knowing the true story and knowing that this isn't quirky for the sake of being quirky. This is the way it really happened, and these are the way these characters really are. You know, Tanya Harney's mother really did have a bird on her shoulder in real interviews. <laughs> that, that came back in. We saw that before we saw the movie. Uh, I mean, the movie was just way more fun than I thought it would be. Jamie, what, about, what do you know about the story? And did it help coming into this movie, knowing the real story, watching that documentary last week?
3: Um, well, I had heard um, of her name before, but I didn't really... I, I'm, to be honest, I didn't know the situation surrounding it at all, or you know what she had been through. I didn't even know she was a skater. I just had heard of the name before, and obviously that she was somebody in history that was important. But with watching the documentary, um, uh, I thought it was really interesting, actually, because it kind of takes you back in time a little bit. I mean, at the this- time that this happened i was four or five years old so i of course wouldn't be familiar with it just because of that but um through watching the documentary and then watching the movie you could see that uh margot robbie's character just you know when she when she played her it it was really accurate like you you watch her in these interviews and you know you just see how brash she is and um Mm. you know likes to swear like a sailor and stuff like that and you watch the movie then and it's It's a complete, like, you're just watching a real version of herself being, you know, 20, 30 years younger, however much younger she was. But it was interesting. I think my favorite part of the movie, um, to be honest with you, it's it's so weird to say this, but I actually really like the fat, scummy guy
1: (laughs) Sean. (laughs) Yeah, based on (laughs) me.
3: Yeah, (laughs) And and, and I actually was watching it and I was like, no, no way. There's no way that somebody is this dumb and they're saying, you know, I work for a special espionage company and things like that. And then at the end of the movie, they're showing real clips of this guy saying this. And the uh, person that was interviewing him was like, you know what, we checked into this. We know it's not true. And he just will not let it go. He's like, no, but I am. (laughs) And he's just he's such an idiot. And it was so entertaining.
1: Yeah, that's fun because they play some real... And if if we didn't mention this already, you know, we are going to go through spoilers in this review, <laughs> partly because this is a real story. People know everything that <laughs> happens already. But they end it with these clips, and that's what kind of makes this so much more fun to me, is that you see this is the way these people were and as absurd as these characters are. I mean, the movie does so many... I mean, there'll be lots of things I praise on this movie throughout, but one of the things you mentioned, Jamie, with uh, how it takes you back in time, like, this movie is very dated, but... Yeah. The thing I found most interesting is that this doesn't feel like 1993, 1994 to me. It, it feels like 1987, 1988, and I think that kind of goes along with the whole white trash thing. And I, I remember telling a lot of people when Napoleon Dynamite came out that it was very similar. I remember growing up in a small town. It wasn't like, really like white trash, but you get the same thing in small towns. You're just
3: kind of behind.
1: Yeah, you're always behind the yeah. times. And like,
3: our family was like that. Even Jamie's we family was we apparently white towns. trash. <laughs> But, but you know what I found kind of funny, though? Um, uh, I, I did pay attention to the clothing and everything, and I thought it was really accurate to the time. They did such a great job with that. I thought that was really fun because, uh, to be honest with you, I know people make fun of sometimes the fashion of that day, but I actually think, you know, I, I love the oversized sweaters and, you know, <laughs> the crop tops and everything like that. I, I don't know. I love Jimmy's all this. wearing
1: one right now. Yes. Yes. Any- As am
3: I. A- anyway, we're not. but you know what? I actually was going to say that uh, I had forgot about when I was watching the movie. I don't know if this makes me shallow, but uh, I'm watching no the movie. No shirts were and- taken off, Jamie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, not not the sh- not the movie. Sorry, the documentary at first, and I'm watching the story, and I'm like, honestly, like if you could see yourself in the future with anybody eventually marrying somebody, are you really going to give somebody the chance who has the last name Galulu? <laughs> she makes a very good point on that one. <laughs> what a dumb meme. If Colin had the last name Galuli, I'd be like, sorry, you're white trash.
1: <laughs> Get here. Does it make the movie better that this movie's populated with these characters and that line about you know a story full of boobs is root ru- is totally true and the characters have names like jeff Galuli and uh lavana fay golden like it just totally suits this whole white trash thing that's going on and but but the movie doesn't play down to these characters it also doesn't no. really it doesn't glorify them in any way i mean one of the most interesting things for me was that you know, I kind of expected this would either be, you know, a butcher job on Tanya Harding, and the trailers kind of make it look like that. Like, they, they want to make her look kind of stupid with the whole, nothing's my fault, nothing's my fault. But yet, Tana Harding's been out there saying, like, this is a pretty accurate story. Yeah. And it's, it's it's this really good balance they had where they're not trashing these characters, and nobody is, like, a clear villain in this. Like, the mother is not a clear villain. You never really know what's going on in her head. It's...
0: The thing I found interesting is because I know... Um... Tonya Harding, the real Tonya Harding's been getting a lot of criticism like for being at the Golden Globes and kind of, you know, getting this second wind as a celebrity. And it, it's kind of... I think this story, it, it's one of these ones that's just not black and white. It's it's not a case of, you know, she, did, she 100% did it. She shouldn't be getting extra fame off this. Like, she was, as this kind of tells, it's like... She's sort of involved, but she didn't know the extent of what's going to happen. So, I think it just does a very good job in portraying everything with it. And just, like, even that whole section where she's telling... Is it right at the end when she's saying, like, I felt like I was getting beaten again. Like, you know, I was beaten by my mom, I was beaten by Jeff, and now I'm being beaten again by this. And it's just, like, y- you feel sorry for her. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you don't in a way, because... It's just, it's the way she kept going back to Jeff, the way she kind of, you know, just dropped subtle things there. It's just, it's a very fine line with it where she's not completely the victim, but she's also, you know, you do really genuinely feel for her at large portions of this movie.
2: Well, okay, the one part for me where I genuinely was into the movie at this point and just like wanted to cry was in her um, like, court appearances when the judge, like, gives her Mm. her sentence, and she, like, begs him and says, let me go to jail. Like, let me have what these other guys had so that I can skate again. Like, that part killed me. I, like, I did not cry. I was not that invested in the movie, but if I was invested (laughs) in the movie, I probably would have cried. Like, it was, it was just, like, hard to watch because it was, like, that was her entire life. And, like, you could almost say, like, that was the one, like, good part of her life where she could, like, run to and, like, ignore all the stuff happening at home and like i just felt bad for her in that moment
0: because she was i mean this is the thing that they they showed wasn't it that she was good it wasn't just like she was you know i mean oh, yeah she was what was it the triple whatever axel. that was it she triple axel she landed triple axle. she was you know a national champion she won world championship and she, you know two-time olympian uh and also the fact too that uh, you know the whole thing with the the judges how kind of they looked down on her because of her appearance and it's it's kind of interesting to think that, you know, had she been like a Nancy Kerrigan, had she looked like that and kind of, you know, dressed like that, how how much more successful has she been? And it's kind of, this is... I mean, 94 is just a very interesting year, I think, particularly for America when it comes to this sort of stuff because they did show it, didn't they, right at the end when they, they basically said, oh, now that this all died down, it was time to turn our attention to something else and you see O.J. Simpson on TV. So yeah. it's kind of like this <laughs> whole, like... Yeah, it would have been a very interesting year if we had all been alive right now and we had all the <laughs> to kind of live off that. Uh, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs>
3: he gave me a look
2: <laughs> as he said that. He
0: fully meant it like that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she was... She was extremely talented, and that's—I I, guess—that's maybe one thing I learned most about this. Because again, I'd seen the thirty for thirty documentary, I'd read about this, but I guess kind of my viewpoint is that I didn't realize how talented Tonya Harding was. She was just kind of like the the trashy one involved in it, if you know what I mean. And and one thing too that also I, I thought was interesting is you barely saw Nancy Kerrigan in this film. Like, mm-hmm. and Nancy, yeah. the real Nancy Kerrigan keeps coming out saying, "I won't watch it. I lived it. Why do I need to see it? I was the victim in all this. You see her for what? Like." Two minutes, barely. And I I even liked the whole section where she says, like, we were friends. We were getting drunk in rooms together. (laughs) Like, I don't know if that's true or not, but, I mean, you know, it's just kind of, it's interesting to kind of, to see that. And I I honestly thought they were going to play a whole lot more up on Nancy Kerrigan being the victim and America's sweetheart, as opposed to Tonya Harding kind of being the opposite of that.
2: But... So. I don't... But...
0: but
1: yes, but good point. The movie solid point.
2: Nancy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not I, Nancy. It's I, Tonya. You're right. And
2: well, I think that that's a good point, though, because I feel like, like, based on what your news coverage or whatever that you guys have seen in life, I don't know. I have not seen this in life, clearly. Um, <laughs> but it... No, like, it tells you, like, Nancy Kerrigan is the victim in this, like, all that stuff. But, like, that's not a fair representation mm. on this side of Tanya Harding. And I think that, like, you just made a backwards point in my mind that says, Welcome like, to the Oz Network. Hey! <laughs> like, this movie wasn't about Nancy, though, and that wasn't the point of the movie. Look at the freaking title. Yeah. Like, it was clearly about Tanya's life, not Nancy's. And I don't know where I'm going with this thought process, but it is a... <laughs> anyway. But
0: you're right. You're right. You're, I, you're yeah, right. I'm always yeah. right. Of course. You're a female. It's
1: interesting, though, because, like we already said earlier, nobody's really a victim in this movie. And it's not that they... Like, I wouldn't say that they don't make Nancy Kerrigan a victim. I mean, they just tell her part. This is Tanya's story, and it's just her part of the story is just she was there. And you don't even hear about Nancy Kerrigan, really, until it becomes, oh, we need to make sure you get on the Olympic team. It's not like this was, you know, something that was building for years. But even with Tanya, like you mentioned, you know, the scenes of, you know, Jeff hitting her and stuff like that. I mean, the movie has this balance in that it's fair to everybody in their story. And there is a lot of gray areas, even with their relationship, you know, where every time they'll show Jeff hitting Tanya, the very next shot is Tanya hitting him back. Yeah. You know, and they have a scene where Jeff pulls a gun on her. Well, that was preceded 45 minutes earlier by Tanya pulling a gun on him. And you get like they're being fair that this was a messed up relationship on both sides. And it's not about whether Tanya is a victim, because in Tanya's mind, I mean, she is one of these people who's always had those excuses. Oh, this is the reason why. But she never made it as, you know, oh, well, it was all because I had this horrible husband. She says, I had this horrible husband. I had this horrible mother, you know, but it was the circumstances of the the lace breaking and all that. Like, it's always these lame excuses with her. Uh, And the other thing about her, you know, just loving skating, you don't really even get that in this movie Mm -hmm. until the end. That's why I think that one scene is really effective, because uh, everything you see of her up until that point is about winning and competition and... Every once in a while, they'll be like, well, my mom never really even responds. You know, did I do a good job? You don't even really get that she cares that much about this until that one scene. And the ABC documentary I saw last week, what was really effective for me was how it ended. And I always kind of had this impression, kind of like you, you know, the only time I ever saw her skate was the Little Hammer Olympics. Uh, Is she really that good of a skater? And when the documentary didn't even show, like they showed clips of her you know, triple axel in her first national championship, the 91. And I didn't really get a full perspective on that. They showed like 40-whatever-year-old Tanya Harding in 2017 skating, doing the exact same routine she was doing in the 91 you know, national championships. And she's nailing all these tricks, even the age of 40. Like she wow. still skates three times a week and she's still dedicated to this. She's not competitive, but she still lives this as her life. And I think that's something that, I never really could fully appreciate about her because you do look at the scandal and think it was all about winning for her. But then when the movie closes and they they close the credits with her actual routine that 91 National Championship, it is incredible. Like it's one of the the greatest figure skating routines I've ever seen. Just the speed she had, the accuracy, you know, and just the passion she had. I mean, it was amazing to watch. So, if nothing else, I don't think this movie really exists for Tanya Harding to come out with a better character or a better reputation. I think more than anything, it just helps people, at least with those endings—the the courtroom scene and then that last scene—to just make you realize she was a decent skater. At least give, give her credit for that. Give her credit for the triple axel. She says,
0: "But not a not a decent boxer.
1: No, not a decent boxer." <laughs> and I do remember seeing that. Like it was a big deal when too, it came actually. out. Like the, it was Paula. They don't say it in the movie, but it was Paula Jones, uh, Bill Clinton, one of Bill Clinton's many mistresses that uh, she boxed. And I remember watching that on TV. And there are a couple other, you know celebrity uh, boxing matches they had all in this TV special, but I didn't realize it was something she did after. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe the movie dramatizes that, because it, it was probably just like a one-off thing. I, I read about you it. You see where her career went after that.
0: Yeah, I read about it. She, she did one-off, and then she kind of got into it, and then she sort of was a bit 50. She had a... She fought in six... Bouts won three lost three, um, and yeah, and they also don't mention the fact, of course, that uh, she was in a sex tape as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that was never, you know, Colin. That's on your shelf. I'm sure you and Jamie partake in watching that constantly. Um,
1: oh yeah, yeah. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Absolutely, so. yeah. The Tanya Harding sex tape <laughs> is right behind Henry Cavill's shirtless montage on YouTube.
0: <laughs> and this, is, this is this is where Jamie just perked up and got excited all of a sudden. What Henry Cavill shirtless? <laughs> where? <laughs>
1: Well, it, I think the main thing we're going to talk about is going to be Margot Robbie. And Ben, you'll probably have more to say this because you knew who she was beforehand. But uh, just from my perspective with her performance, uh, you know, is she going to get an Oscar nomination for this? She really should. And I'm not a huge Margot Robbie fan. I've yeah. never had anything against her other than the Wolf of Wall Street, where that was where she first broke through, at least here in North America. And I hated that movie, and I hated her more than anything else in that movie. Um, but ever since then, every movie she's been in, like Jamie will always be like, oh, yeah, she's really good Like in Tarzan. Yeah, she's really good. And, uh, Hang on. Can, I, I, can, can other-
0: I interrupt you here for a second? Jamie, how the hell did you even notice she was in Tarzan? That movie's literally two hours of like the buffest, <laughs> shirtless man in the jungle. Do you even realize there are other human beings in that movie?
3: Why do you think that I invested in buying it for 3D Blu-ray? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she bought it for me, and then... She's
1: like, oh, I'm going to watch Tarzan. I think I've watched it once since we've owned it. It's her every single day.
3: (laughs) I can see the abs in 3D. I love it.
1: (laughs) But like uh, the movie she made with Will Smith, Focus, really enjoyed that movie. Thought she was okay in it. Uh, Tarzan, thought she was okay in it. Suicide Squad, I really did love her in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, she's always kind of underwhelming to me. And then this one, like, she was fantastic. I mean, she was more entertaining to watch than the real Tanya Harding. And the real Tanya Harding is an incredibly entertaining person to watch, even if she is a train wreck. I just got to break some news here. <laughs> I
2: just found out something really Mallory's exciting. just made a
0: discovery, she just realized it, That's Margot Robbie was Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. She looked at me and goes, who was she in Suicide Squad? And I'm like, Harley Quinn.
2: What? Okay, I have have much more respect for her after that comment. Also, I have not seen any of the movies that you just mentioned in that very long thing about Margot Robbie. Um, Like, the only movie out of all the movies that you just mentioned that I have seen is Suicide Squad. So... This is very exciting. What the heck? She was not Harley oh, Quinn. Oh no, no,
3: no, no. she totally looks like her there.
0: <laughs> I, I honestly will say, I think the only movie I have only seen her in as well as this was Suicide Squad. But um,
1: I yeah, oh, wait, I've,
2: I've seen part of The Big Short. I think
1: okay. Um, well, that yeah, that was the only other thing that that's where I realized she actually may be funny.
2: Who is? Because
1: she she's, she's oh, herself. She's it's herself. just one cameo where they're trying to explain all this financial stuff with banks and investments and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if you didn't follow any of that, let's repeat the exact same thing verbatim, but this time with Margot Robbie in a bathtub. And then they cut to Margot Robbie naked in a bathtub, reciting the exact same lines. Oh, it's just kind of like a funny cameo. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: She, I mean, yeah, I mean, Neighbors as a set of seen Apparently she was in, oh, she was in Sydney Homicide. I guess that's one of those Australian shows that everyone's in. That um, right. But the, she was in that really short-lived show Pan Am as well. That was like touted as like the next big thing, and it failed miserably, did it not from memory. Um... But yeah, I mean, look, I never, I was not the biggest neighbours watcher. I was more the home and away guy. Neighbours was just on in the background when Louise would watch it, and I, I would notice her because she was one of the more attractive, interesting ones to watch. And she was, you know, a decent actor in the show. She wasn't like Chris Hemsworth, who I was complained about. Who legitimately <laughs> is Mr Stony face cannot act. Just oh, let's take his shirt off, and now yeah, I like Chris Hemsworth. Well, That's yes, why okay. You-
1: you like Chris Hemsworth now that he's taken his shirt yes, off. Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,
0: but, yeah, so when she kind of went and made it big, I was like, oh, okay, really? But uh, the thing, too, that I also appreciate her about in this movie is I didn't realise she was a producer of this film as well, mm. um, which, I mean, she's really starting to kind of make a name for herself sort of outside of, you know, just acting. And I think she's getting a lot more appreciated, which I like when an Australian actor goes out there and can do more things than just being a pretty face. Chris Hemsworth. Um, but, I mean, Chris Hemsworth, funny, and he sat with Angelina Jolie and stuff, so good for him. But,
1: uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like. I, right there I, on top of his resume. <laughs>
0: I, I thoroughly hope she gets nominated for an Oscar for this because I think she was brilliant. I just really, really respected her so much. I mean, we kind of joked in our Suicide Squad about her sort of, her accent, how it kind of, what, went in and out of that real Brooklyn sort of accent, it didn't keep maintain it. But, like, if you did not know who Margot Robbie was before this film, you didn't know she was Australian. She's still one of these ones who has a very distinct Australian accent. Um, She just nails it. You just cannot tell in any part of this film that she's not, you know, from Portland, basically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just thought she was so good.
2: Oh, man. I, like, I seriously am in shock right now and have so much more respect for her. After now finding out that she's freaking Harley Quinn. What the heck? <laughs> no,
1: but... Since I hated this on. movie and didn't care for her in it, I love her <laughs> no, now, that she's no, i did, I did
2: not like the movie. I think that she did a good job of her character. But, saying that, I have not... Well, I didn't think that I had ever seen any other movies with her in it. So that could be just her, like, character in real life, and I don't know that. But, knowing now that she's Harley Quinn, like, that to me is a completely different, like opposite end character from who Tanya Harding is in my opinion I don't know I'm right <laughs> Jamie, so don't <laughs> you're right.
1: Jamie you are a huge fan of Margot Robbie and Suicide Squad did that kind of make you want to watch this movie or where does this compare to Harley Quinn
3: um, I mean I wanted to see this movie anyways out of curiosity just from listening to you talk about everything with the situation before I watched the documentary but after I watched the documentary I was like I have to watch this Um, But with that being said, I mean, I definitely knew who she was beforehand, but only from a couple of things. Uh, Probably her favorite role before this of mine would have been Suicide Squad. Uh, But that also might be partially just because before Suicide Squad came out even, uh, I've always been a huge Harley Quinn fan. I like to follow the comics and everything. And she's amazing. I I love just her character. And I feel again, like Margot Robbie really actually pulled her character off too. She just, it seems like she really actually tries to get in character. Some people are just reading lines or trying to do whatever they can to get paid, and she does it with her heart. I don't know how to explain it. Well,
1: maybe it's because she produced this as well, like, and here's something that I read last night, I think it was, just randomly, and it never would have occurred to me before now, but... If she gets nominated for Best Actress, which I think at this point it's pretty much a lock, she'll get an actress nomination. The main thing is Willis get a Best Picture nomination. Uh, the fact that there's like potentially nine, ten nominees, I- as much as that, you know, kind of dilutes the importance of something getting a Best Picture nomination. It-, it increases the chances of this movie, but that would make her as a producer on this the first woman in Academy Awards history to receive an actress and producing nomination in oh, wow. the exact same year for the exact same movie. Didn't realize so that. So she, she could be breaking ground here. I mean, this that's got to be huge for Australia. Is that all they're talking about in Australia right now?
0: <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> right now it's, um, oh, there's an actor here who touched someone inappropriately a few years ago. So, um, yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's, I don't know. No, I, I think it's interesting kind of with us when it comes to, like, Academy Awards is that. I think I've said this before, you know, 10, 15 years ago when there was only, like, three of us there, it was a, always a big thing. But now that there's so many of us in Hollywood, it's kind of almost expected that we will get Academy. They basically will have, like, the Golden Globes or the, the Academy Award nominations, and they'll just be like, oh, sadly, no Australians were nominated this year. And it's like, it's almost like a sad thing. Whereas, you know, like, what, Golden Globes, Nicole Kidman won, didn't she? And, um, who else was that? Keith well, Mar- Mar- Russell Crowe. Mar- yeah, all those sort of regulars. Um... And Hugh Jackman obviously was nominated for The Showman, wasn't he? So, um, yeah, uh, The Greatest Showman, apologies. Uh, so, yeah, I think that they they will make a big deal out of it. Like, hey, Margot Robbie, congratulations, she's got a nomination. I don't know if Hugh Jackman will make it into that top five. But, um, yeah, I think that's generally the gist of it. But uh, I remember when, um, what was that Mel Gibson war movie? Was it last year or the year before? Because um, that was sort of what co-produced in Australia. And then when, of course, Mad Max, Fury Road, because that was technically an Australian film. So things like that make a big deal out of it. Um, But yeah, there's so many of us in Hollywood now that it's just, it's expected.
1: (laughs) So many of us, you're one of those celebrities (laughs) who have broken through to American audiences.
0: Hey, hey, can we just point out that Mallory's friends think that I'm a celebrity, so... Yeah, um, it's really weird. Yeah. (laughs) She legitimately, friend. she legitimately has her friends messaging her saying, I can't believe you're dating the guy who um, started Survivor Oz. Um, you know, it's...
2: It's, it's, it's weird.
0: Was <laughs> that friend's name Noah Groves, just out of curiosity?
2: <laughs> I missed all of those that,
0: That's Noah, who you Noah. Yeah, have, will meet. No- oh, one, on Friday, the one who I'm meeting on Friday. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just
1: forced her to do things. As Jamie said, she's here against her will.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um... This movie is kind of divided into the two stories, and maybe this is why Mallory was bored early, just the building of Tanya growing up. Oh. but what I liked is the first half of the movie is basically her relationship with her mother and the second half is her relationship with her husband and there 's a hilarious moment in this movie where, as you said, Bennett breaks the fourth wall where Alice and Janney is talking to the camera and it 's the first I was thinking to myself. Is, is her role out, like, is she gone? Maybe she'll have, like, one scene near the end. And she just pops up at some point and says, okay, so my storyline's starting to disappear at this point in the movie. <laughs> I, just I love that movie. the fact that, yeah. yeah, she's out of the movie at this point. But that first half of the movie, I just talk about Alice and Janney, too. Obviously, she's kind of slowly become this, this legend on TV and even in movies. Uh, and, Jamie, you're a big fan of her TV show Mom, I know, and I can't stomach watching it, but... Um, <laughs> Like, she's amazing in this movie. And probably the one character where it's funny because when I was watching the documentary, I was trying to pick out these interviews and say, are these characters really exaggerated? Uh, her character is probably the one that is the most ridiculous and cartoon-like in real life. Like Tanya Harding's mother is the most ridiculous in real life. Talk so this...
3: about the bird on her shoulder. Yeah, seriously. like <laughs> it was
1: a real. Interview.
3: I, I thought that was fake.
1: It was the only clip they had. Like, it, and it was from a documentary that was done on Tanya when they were still on speaking terms for the most part. And they've kind of rearranged it in this movie. But in this real documentary that was made about Tanya Harding, I think in 1989 or 1990 every clip of her mom has this bird on her shoulder. And they just decided, let's use that for this movie. And you think that's fake, but it isn't. But even just the way her mother lives in her own world, I would actually argue that they made the mother more reality-based and less of a cartoon character in this movie. Because there's this hilarious moment in the uh, ABC documentary where... Um, they're talking about Tanya always saying that, you know, oh, I grew up white trash and the mother's just angry. She's like, we were not white trash growing up. We lived in a beautiful brand new trailer. And that was like, she was upset that people were calling her white trash. We lived in a beautiful brand new trailer. That's not
3: white trash. No, no, no. Her quote was, we're not trailer trash. We lived in a brand new trailer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And this
1: is the type of woman she really was. And, you know, the, the scenes about hitting her with the hairbrush and all that, you know these were real, and the mother does make that. You get where Tanya Harding gets her excuses from because she makes the same excuses. I hit her once with a hairbrush because she didn't hit a jump, and then they cut to her being five years old and she's being here with a hairbrush. I mean, it's such an absurd character, and you really need an actor. This is why I think Alice and Jenny again is guaranteed to get it more than anybody in this movie. More than Margot Robbie, she will get nominated. There's no question about it. And like she steals we every moment she's probably gonna like i can't think of much competition for her at this point and she's one of those actors that you know as many emmys as she may have won people are kind of dying to give her a, an oscar nomination or even a, like just waiting for her to be in a movie that's big enough let's give her every award out there wait until she records her album so they could give her a grammy like that's the type be, of woman this is EGOT. in hollywood
0: she'll be an egot winner <laughs>
1: yeah exactly has she yeah. done stage um, she done broadway i don't know <laughs> Uh, I mean, the, the the I, Tonya Broadway adaptation, we know that there was a Broadway version of this. Um, but, like, the fact that she reserves herself and makes it more of a realistic character than the real woman was is kind of what helps this movie and helps that character get taken so seriously. So even though I, I think in a way I agree that the early stuff with her growing up with her mother wasn't as entertaining... Um, I think that she just makes it entertaining just by being on screen, just because of how over the top she is.
0: I I love her. I love her so much. And I mean, I used to watch the West Wing back in the day. So that was, I guess, as a young boy, that was kind of, you know, my first, uh, you know, introduction to her. But I mean, I'm just going through her thing. I completely forgot she was in Six Days, Seven Nights. I know you and I have talked a little bit about that. Of course, Mm. 10 Things I Hate About You. She was, was she like the principal? She was the one who's like, cat. (laughs) Like, Jamie, that's a you movie,
1: isn't it? She's watched that a million times. She's shrugging her shoulders. Yeah,
0: no, she's definitely... Sorry, I think
1: Heath Ledger had his shirt off in that movie, so she didn't notice there well, that's was anything. why I looked at you, Mallory, saying that you movie.
0: have not seen ten <laughs> things I hate about you. Like it's got Heath Ledger in it. It's probably his breakout role in Hollywood. We need
3: to watch this movie. It's a great, I, great I, movie. I only remember the sisters and Heath Ledger. That's all I remember. Yes,
0: and I, well, I remember because um, Alex Mack was in it. <laughs> no one likes Alex Macky. Awkward. Um. All right. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean. She was brilliant. She was so good, and uh, I mean, I haven't seen any of thing of her mother. Like I haven't seen that documentary and that, but just it's just so I don't want to say believable, but she just she just seems so natural in the way she's doing it. And this is a thing with her. It's kind of um, you know it kind of is thing with the Oscars, where a lot of the time it it's almost like a, a career Oscar. You know, like what do they say about Leonardo? Leonardo, he's, that's what I call him now, Leo. Um, <laughs> you know, they say he doesn't necessarily. Good old LD. Yeah, good old LD. We're, we're good buds, he and I. But like you know, he maybe didn't necessarily deserve an Oscar for the the was it Revenant? I can never say that properly. But you know, he he got one when Sandra Bullock won one. You know, Gary Oldman looks like he'll get one finally this year, and things like this. You the know, makeup Oscar. Yeah, so it's it's kind of. Um, I, I I sincerely hope she gets it. Uh, nomination, you know, obviously, surely is a lock. But, because, um, I mean, the thing that kind of did surprise me about it was that, yes, yeah, she kind of does disappear for a large portion of this film, and then it becomes a Sebastian Stan show, which, I mean, I think he is getting robbed of not really getting nominated in roles. No, is that he's just- not. You,
2: you, oh, yeah. You don't, I don't like him. You don't he like him? He does not have a pretty face. Sorry.
1: Well, that's, I think, meant to be the point, though. Is that, like, yeah, you're not exactly. like him. I'm pulling up <laughs> pictures of him here, and he played the Winter Soldier in the Marvel movies. Uh, Jamie, does he have a pretty face? No.
3: Mm, yeah, but not in this movie. No, obviously. I do like this one. I love where
1: he apologizes. It's like the mustache, I can't apologize enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then. Yeah, Jamie's just checking out pictures. She's not even listening to us. Oh, yeah, I like this picture. No, oh, look, so his shirt's so off in that one. But there's
3: something else. It's something a little bit dork too dorky about his face I it was in this movie again but <laughs> but
2: in all of his interviews in the movie he has like the weird bottom Goatee? half of his face facial hair thing <laughs> going on i don't know i don't know what that's called it was just weird and gray and what? you turn you t- to me at one bad. point it was just as bad as the mustache you... but also his face like if you google him and look on Google Images. He's not attractive.
0: He's been compared to Mark Hamill a lot in pictures. I
1: don't know. I, yeah, I see you. Luke the first Skywalker? Skywalker.
0: <laughs> All right, you haven't seen Star Wars. Like Mark. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, you, you turned to me at one point and said about the moustache. What did you say? Like, does your moustache not grow in the middle or something? Oh,
2: yeah. his it, There's like, okay, what is the thing, the little part where your nose attaches to your lip? The little attaching part <laughs> called?
3: The skin just, uh, below your, lip, your nose your
2: <laughs> No there's like a little indent Above your top lip I love lip. how you're trying
0: to describe this to me right now By pointing at it and screwing your top lip up <laughs> No like <laughs> It's, it's
3: in between the nose and the lip So let's call it And it's a little dimple So let's call it a nip dimple Yeah a nip
0: dimple <laughs> The nip dimple yes
3: Anyway
2: his mustache hair just like Doesn't grow there <laughs> I don't know if anybody else was bored enough in the movie to notice this, but I noticed this. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it it just looks funny. (laughs) No, look at it! It I'm looking! It does look slightly uh, awkward. (laughs) It's like he has two separate mustaches, I wonder.
1: (laughs) Ben, can you imagine right now all the fangirls of the Captain America movies... Uh, who are crying at the image of him with that <laughs> nip dimple mustache in this movie because <laughs> like, no. i mean, and i i do that's one of the things i love about him as an actor because he kind of has this you know douchey i'm such a handsome guy give me whatever i want look i'm not saying this way he's in real life but if you look at the guy like this guy gets whatever he wants right like if you look like that you know you don't have to work in life and then he does a movie like this where he just totally shatters his image like that makes him more of a likable actor but it's sad because most of the stuff he's done up until this point has been like, you know, brooding characters like the winter soldier and he's not getting the attention in this movie because he is overshadowed, but there's like this subtlety to his performance that it's weird in a way. He's kind of strangely likable no. in this movie, even when he is, you know, <laughs> pulling the scheme to, to try to, you know, not kill Tanya Harding. I mean, the movie treats that differently too, but Tanya Harding keeps saying it's like, he was a really nice guy. And, that comes out over and over again in this movie. Like yeah. I'm having a hard time hating him. No. You, you... I
2: I completely disagree.
0: <laughs> you guys. You...
2: I I can forgive her mother, but I can't get over the forgive her Husband <laughs> It's all the mustache's fault. I'm positive. No. He's. I I think he's such a jerk. It's like <laughs> I. No. 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 I, jerk. Like, you know, jerk I in see. Movie. I Everybody see does. where he is trying to help his wife with the whole knee bashing incident I understand that I also understand that it was not originally the idea for the knee bashing I get that I get all of that and I understand how you could try to forgive his character for that but apart from those two little moments I don't think he is forgivable I well, no it, I disagree well he, he's a wife beater
1: well, she's, she's also a husband beater I mean I'm I not care. saying anything on that I I'm saying care. that as so. far as <laughs> The way that he responds to her, like it's not one of these things where he, you get the impression he's possessive or anything. You actually get that in a way he can't live without her, as sick as it is. And it's kind of the same thing with her. Yeah,
3: it is the it's... same thing reversed. But the, the thing is, is she, like in reality, I mean, if you're really trying to look at the situation, you know, she had had grown up with this mother that was extremely abusive, not only you know physically but emotionally and mentally, just you know all these mind games and stuff. And she she was a, a very messed up lady and that doesn't give excuses for any type of abuse, you know, for her towards anybody else or anybody towards her. But the reality is, is, you know, she should have honestly gone through some type of therapy, but. (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, I think you, you you said it well there because I think it's not an excuse. There's no excuse for him hitting her, but she like, it's at the same time, that's all she knows. So to her, that's normal. And because that's what she'd had to deal with with her mother. And it's no excuse for her mother to do it. It's no excuse for anyone to hit anyone. Well, um, was- but it's just, it's to her, I guess the the difference is, is if she had grown up in a, a normal, loving household and then all of a sudden she's got an abusive husband, it's going to be a different story. Whereas she's just grown up her entire life getting hit. Whereas this way, she maybe doesn't want to fight back against her mum because it's a mum. But this time around, she's not afraid to fight back against him. And I think th- the difference is, is like, he's, he's never, I never feel, cause I, I don't know if it just comes down to the editing. Cause every time like he's hitting her, there's even kind of just the, the music that's being played with it kind of never really comes across as it's like overly, cause, she does, well, then all of a sudden start hitting him back and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. and the scenes when, yeah. you know, he's holding a gun to her, but like just crying and like, I can't live without you. Like, there are just, there are moments where you, it, this is where this movie kind of, it's, it's an up and down of emotions. You're not meant to feel sympathetic with this guy because he's a fucking but douche nozzle bashing and holding guns to her. But at the same time, you're like, well, he really can't live without her. And at the same time, she ultimately can't really live. It's just so complex the way the relationship but- is.
3: It's funny when you watch the movie because if you pay really close attention and, you know, um, maybe Mallory wasn't because she was so bored or maybe she was because she was so bored. But, you
2: can't see me um, like agreeing and nodding with you, but I am.
3: <laughs> but when you watch the movie really closely, it's actually really interesting some things that they do and they're so little and so quick that you can miss them in a heartbeat. Like, you know, talking about Jeff and also her mom, uh, they do try to fit little tidbits throughout the movie to make these characters relatable, redeemable, so they aren't monsters, even though ma- the majority of the movie would portray them as that. Like, you know, with um, the mom, there's a specific one time where she's watching the TV and she's working and her boss is yelling at her in the background saying, you know, I'm not paying you to stand around. And she s- says, hold on, hold on, I want to see her face. I want to see her face. And you could just tell like she didn't smile, but you could tell it was like the tiniest start of a smile that this lady literally could not be happy. She is just that type of person where she has no happiness in her, but that was the best that she could do to be proud of her daughter. And then the other thing with um, Jeff, you know, even something super small, like, uh, you know, Uh, her coming home and then the freezer is filled full of these ice creams that you know she really really wanted and it was so simple and small but he said that you know they couldn't afford even though she's this big character but the thing is is you know i feel like people really have to uh, pick apart the movie to fully understand the points that they're trying to come across because even her she's not fully redeemable like you know she's not even close no 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 not at all like you know there's parts where, where you feel bad for her, but also parts where it's like you know there there's no excuse for a human being to treat another person this way. like you know, when she and it's not a joke, she's saying in all seriousness to seriousness to him, you know, you should go kill yourself. like that's absolutely yeah. something that is kind of a monster of a person to say. But, you know, this yeah, is, that's, that's this is what she's score. grown up with her whole life.
1: Yeah, like there are moments in this movie where, you know, you could say, you know, she's hitting him back or whatever. You know, she's playing God I Am, he's doing it back. There are a few moments in this movie where she does some pretty cruel things to him, where, like, where she does say, just go kill yourself already. And I am not and I'm, i don't want anybody to, you know, uh, get the wrong impression. I'm not saying that he's a likable guy, but no. there are moments where you at least feel him for him. And they have that with every character in this movie. And that's the thing I really liked about this mm-hmm. is that no character is redeemable necessarily, but every character has at least one redeeming quality. They have one redeeming moment. And the mother's a perfect example because this is, it's just a strange thing about how people are, view, would be willing to view, you know, this husband that's beating her and i think you know the assumption people make would be like well you know he's beating her first i mean she can hold her own against him it's just weird that people will watch this movie and they will feel a little bit more sympathy for the mother than they will for jeff meanwhile the mother is like three times the size of baby tanya beating her but yet it's easier to accept the mother's abuse than it is the husband's abuse it's just kind of weird yeah and uh a, well, a perfect especially exa- because
3: that's her flesh and blood.
1: Yeah, and a, a perfect example of how every character gets that moment, you know, you realize it's like Jeff did go too far sometimes in, you know, trying to get this, it's not that he was a good person, he's not, none of these people are good. But like the mother at one point, when she doesn't even have contact with Tanya, pays a guy to berate Tanya, verbally abuse her right before she skates. And the mother, all of a sudden, hands the guy money after her daughter's almost in tears and says, she skates better when she's angry. I mean, that's a terrible thing to do, but in her mind, she's like, I'm doing this because I want the best for her.
2: I agree. Yeah. Two things and on that.
1: Every character has that. First,
2: I actually agree with that statement, because the mother really does believe that, like, she skates better when she's upset, she skates better when she's angry, and I think that that's the reason. Okay, I don't want to say that's the reason behind it, but, like, in a in a few moments in the movie, she'll say, like, tanya just escapes better when she's upset and like that is her like messed up reasoning for abusing her daughter essentially sometimes the second thing which i now cannot remember oh no no no! i remember it's okay <laughs> okay so <laughs> the second thing <laughs> the second thing is this will happen very often just to let everybody know in advance um on the whole um you will forgive the mother like, sooner than forgiving Jeff or whatever you said, Colin, um, there's a moment, the knife moment. Yes. Uh, ah, yeah. the knife moment. So, in, like, a weird, like, comparison analysis thing that i'm about to do if you no, if you look at the moment where she throws the knife at her daughter and it lands in the arm and i could i seriously could not watch i like watched it like and like heard the sound of the knife landing in the arm and i literally looked away for a little bit and then looked back and she was still standing there with the knife sitting out of her arm anyway that was not a fun moment in the movie for me but that for me (laughs) is still harder to watch than the moments when jeff Or the moment when Jeff, like, pulled the gun on Tanya. Like, that for me is a less forgivable moment than, like, than Jeff pulling a gun on her. Because you can, no, but you can see in Jeff that Jeff never... there's a
1: reason Jamie's (laughs) laughing.
2: You can see it, but you can see in Jeff that, like, he genuinely, like, doesn't want to do that. And he does genuinely love her. Whereas when whatever her mother's name is throws the knife at her there is there's no hope in that moment for me i just like i watch it and i'm like she just hates her daughter so much like what is she doing whereas like with jeff like you can tell that he feels bad
0: is jamie okay
2: Jamie, have you ever making a
0: very good point here, Jamie. I'm very proud of her.
1: Jamie, you'll I know we her. brought this. We know we brought this up on uh, another episode somewhere. But have you ever thrust a utensil at a loved one and had it impale them
3: <laughs> like this? Ben, did I ever tell you that i I just met Mallory, so she won't know the story. But Ben, did I ever tell you about? Um, okay, and I'm gonna justify myself a little bit. Okay, beforehand. Oh, there was period of time where for a couple of weeks uh, the brother who's just the next one older than me uh, four years older than me he kept whipping me with Twizzlers and like if you- that's <laughs> abusive if, if
2: okay, never wait wait, wait, wait can I just a interrupt a Twizzler, your story like, for a second Jamie it, what can I just interrupt your story for a second they don't yep.
3: have Twizzlers here
0: in Australia, in Australia.
3: What's, what's wrong with you, with you? Don't have Twizzlers. <laughs> why would you care they're not gluten free no i, I- <laughs> it's it's
1: a principle. People enjoy Twizzlers? right? this isn't Best Australia. Australia. This isn't Best
0: Australia. This is apparently Best Jamie's brother.
3: <laughs> but but anyway, so with Twizzlers like It freaking hurts when you're whipped with him. Like, it hurts bad. You get, like, a a lash mark or whatever, wherever it's on the skin. Anyway, so he was doing this for a while. He did it one time, and he made me so angry. I can still remember it clear as day. I was making Chinese noodles on the stove, (laughs) and there was a pot of water that was already boiling. And I usually use just a fork to stir around the noodles. And I put the fork in the water so it was nice and hot and I whipped it right at my brother. It stuck up out of the back of his head. (laughs) And he started running around around screaming, and I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. like he's
1: dying. See, (laughs) 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 LaVona did not laugh when she threw a knife at Tanya Harding.
3: And I... I wanna say that it was more funny because the fork did not fall out. It was literally <laughs> on the back of his head sticking up and <laughs> it did not fall down. It was sticking out for the full time he was running around.
1: Wow. Wow. There should be pictures See, of See, there. there are messed up people in the world and this is just their life. It doesn't mean they're abusive. You know what? Let's know Canadians Let- were not. Be-
3: <laughs> Let, let's see you be the only girl growing up in a family of seven brothers and see what Ooh. you do. Yeah, let's
1: see. What what would that look like, me being the only girl?
3: That's right. You poor soul.
0: My sister dragged me around with a rope and pretended I was a dog as a baby, and then she um, tripped me over and cut my head open. That's about all that she did to me. And her
2: parents didn't believe her. And I, I locked her in a
0: wheelie bin. Um, that's about... <laughs>
2: Okay, a wheelie bin is a garbage can that you put on the curb.
0: That's what a wheelie bin is. But, like, we just got them. They were brand new. And I was like, oh, because we were trying to, like, fill them up with water because we wanted to have a swimming pool because we were poor.
3: (laughs) She just spat
0: water all over me. Thanks for that, Were you
3: trailer
0: trash? Uh, (laughs) Pretty much. But, um... So then we got a beautiful said, new wheelie, pin. thank you very much. <laughs> then I said, I said, oh, bet you can't get in there. So she got in there and she got stuck. And she's like, Ben, Ben! And I just went inside and, I don't know, played Nintendo 64 or something.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh,
1: but cool. in a weird way, this is relevant because people do this stuff to each other and you could present it in a movie. Like, if Jamie just had a falling out with her brothers, or let's say... Sorry, it'd be the other way around. If Jamie's brothers had a falling out with her, and we had, you know, I, Stevie, you know, (laughs) it was a story about how his sister abused him. Who the heck is Stevie? I'm I'm not going to give real names
3: here.
1: (laughs) I don't have a Stevie. That's the point. I'm not giving real names. The names are changed to protect the innocent, you know? dumb name. (laughs) But... If there was the Ice Stevie movie and he was telling his story, he could very well tell it as like my sister Jamie was terrible to me. She threw a fork and it stuck out of the back of oh, my head. Hand. You know what? And I'm not saying that this is like oh it wasn't abusive, but the stories get mixed up. There's a when every character is a terrible person, like in this movie. When every character is a complete boob, like in this movie. Some of these stories, it's just what happens. It's you, just life. You
3: guys have no idea what I had to put up with. And oh, um, so now
1: comes the defense and, and, of Jamie. And some of the stuff I, that my brother they did. They in her mouth. Oh,
3: yeah. There was one brother in particular that used to f- like literally f- like, pick me. We talked about this three days down, ago. Fart in my mouth. And <laughs> another thing that he did was he was he, he, was, vi- he was very talented at Body. at drooling and and <laughs> no letting his drool hang. Like honestly, like more than. You know, what, what is a foot, 12 inches? Honestly, and like suck it back in. Probably, yeah, like a foot and a half. And then sucking it back in when I thought it was going to land on me and I would start to scream. He would suck it back in and then do it again. <laughs> That's disgusting.
0: What is wrong with Canadians?
3: I, I <laughs> you, you locked know, your sister in a wheelie but, pin. But you know what, though? <laughs> they, they would beat anybody up who even tried to hurt me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? Like, hey... Jeff tried to beat somebody up who tried to
3: hurt Tanya. Nice character. And
0: Jamie, I think you would kick Colin's ass, let's be honest.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Colin has pretty strong what? lower half. Oh. Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> you wow. oh, wait, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, that just I just realized what I said, <laughs> that I pretty much called you a girl from the whole voice. No, not that's what not, I what, was not thinking. what he
1: called <laughs> in I love how innocent comedians are. The... Oh, I seem to be oh talking wait, normal, I get it. Do well, you not wake up her body?
3: <laughs> I, I get it, wink. Okay. Um,
1: that's get back that's amazing topic. again, Jamie, we know what that means. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, the main thing, and, and the movie again...
3: Colin's blushing. The,
1: the movie again has this way of breaking the the fourth wall. When they get into the... the and here's the one thing. every They're right. When they have... Um, I think it's Tanya herself says, we all know this is the part of the story everybody came to hear about, the incident, and they're talking about the Nancy Kerrigan thing. Mm-hmm. It's like well over an hour into the movie before, they even, before Nancy Kerrigan is even really mentioned. And it happens very quick after that. But... Um, For one thing, I didn't really, you know, get impatient waiting for that to happen. When it happened, I'm like, oh, is it that time already? You know, the movie's almost over. Uh, When it comes, though, like, that's the strength of the movie, is the entire planning of the hit. And another thing that the movie does well is that they really treat this almost as an I, Tonya slash I, Jeff uh in that they're they're taking his point of view and also i guess the evidence that pointed towards the fact that jeff there's no evidence that says jeff knew about the hit on nancy it was all about you know try, psychological that they were going to send death threats and stuff like that um and the movie kind of protects him in that way you know whether it's true or not who knows just like whether it's true that tanya harding knew nothing about it who knows but the way that this all transpires the th- th- the lead up with them wanting to send the death threats and then the involvement of Sean, like, Oh, Sean Eckhart, if the, the guy who played him, here's another guy who deserves an Oscar on my show. Like he is so funny without really trying to be funny in this movie. Yeah. And he is the biggest boob in this story. And I remember the, the documentary last week on ABC where Tanya Harding just referred him. It was like, he was the greatest idiot I've ever met in my life. Like he was like, there was no intelligence in this man. And the movie totally plays that way. But the, when the hit actually happens and the movie is very disjointed where you're not sure who knows what, who did what up until this point, other than the fact that Sean's saying, I've got a couple of guys. And then when it happens, it is so sinister while also being so funny. And I think it's done all in one shot, too, when the guy comes in there and it's just Nancy gets whacked almost off camera. And then it's just this ridiculous thing where, you know, he's trying to get out of the building. And he's lost it. He, he walks in there. He doesn't even know which one of these is Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> but they don't play it for laughs. It's just it's funny if you... Really think about like how how ridiculous that is, and then when he's trying to get out of the building, and I knew the whole story that the doors were locked, so he bashed his head into a window to dive out this plate glass window when you're watching the movie, little subtle things that make it funny, even though the movie's presenting it as sinister, like the fact that there is a giant sign on the door right next to him that says "Exit, and he bashes his head into this glass window. It's just that whole sequence alone deserves a best picture nomination. I love that.
0: I I agree. And the one thing actually I want to quickly say that I really love right at the beginning of the movie when they say about based on like true stories on like different like on on the accounts from both Tonya and from Jeff, like how obviously the yeah. the way that like I think that's really clever, and that's how kind of these scenes really play off at each other because you know Tonya's going to say a different perspective of this than Jeff's obviously saying. Um, but yeah, just. I love that whole scene when, because I, for one, was thinking that oh, they maybe just not going to show it. It's one of these ones where it's like we all know what happened so we don't need to go into too much detail okay, about some it. Some of us
2: did not know what happens.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you did know what happened. <laughs> I did not.
2: I know. briefly explained I, to you what he happened. He did not explain it very well. Well, I, I said, did no. not know what happened. But
1: you, because you, because okay, he's you like Tonya like, kind of Harding was standing over Nancy Kerrigan's bloody corpse, <laughs> that just was pounding her. That
0: was hilarious. That bit when she said, "Some of you think this happened," and it yeah. was like a bit, you know. <laughs> but um, but you, so you actually, Mallory. Cringe like when he was about to do it because you thought he was going to like stab her or something and I said like no it's all right he just hits her on the knee I
2: I don't I did not watch (laughs) the scene you were like you were cringing I seriously I looked away
0: but it was so like yeah because I'm pretty sure it was one shot just one continuous shot of just a close up on his face and the way he sort of like walked past her and just like got the stick out whacked and just keep walking um and I, I do love that they kind of also did the footage, the famous footage of Nancy Kerrigan. Why, why, why? <laughs> Which is <laughs> just, just yeah, anyway. But uh no, it was it was so and it was kind of just when he jumps into the car when he's like driving off. Um and then later when they show him getting arrested. Um just when he tackles oh when he tackles the guy in the street for no reason <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. He's <laughs> nowhere near him. He's just like, no, 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 get out of the way. <laughs> But it's just yeah, it just plays so well on that line, doesn't it? Of like, this is really serious, but all of a sudden it's like, get out of the way, you boob. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll um, just quickly—I love the Sean bit when the cops come to me, or the FBI come to his house. Are you Sean? Nope. It's like Sean, who is it? <laughs>
1: yeah. Do you know a Tanya Harding? No. You—you're not the bodyguard. I thought you said Tanya Herring. Oh, do you know an Nancy Kerrigan? No. Oh, I thought you said Nancy Crandall. <laughs> Probably verbatim from the transcripts, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Mallory, is this at least the one part of the movie we could all agree was fantastic and entertaining to watch?
2: I looked away, remember?
1: You <laughs> <laughs> hit the knee. Were you looking away when he bashed his head no, through the window okay. or tackled okay. the old man no, 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 the
2: that, ground? That was a very good part of the movie. Uh, yeah.
1: Jamie the hit. <laughs> um, and and what did you know going into this? Like what were you assuming Tanya Harding was bashing
3: her Nian? Well, no, like I had I had seen the documentary part, so I was familiar obviously with the story. Um, but uh you know, I don't know. It, it I felt like it was interesting that they, they showed it as much of it as they did. But, you know, they did the same thing, too, for Tanya. Like, when she had uh, uh, broken her laces or whatever, and, mm-hmm. you know, she puts her, her leg up just like, you know, it shows in the actual uh, documentary, these real photos of her doing this. And she's like, my skirt! Yeah. <laughs> and you just see her throwing a tantrum. But it's like, you know, they're trying to actually be historically accurate as much as possible.
1: And that's, like... That's straight in my memory exactly the way it happened.
0: Which, the thing that I kind of think, going back to when I was saying about how I didn't maybe wasn't expecting we would see kind of as much as we did with the incident, because, I mean, I know we mentioned OJ, but of course, I don't know, Colin, Jamie, if you had seen uh, the the people versus OJ, the Ryan Murphy one, was that <laughs> like two years old now, yeah. but like, I mean, we we never actually in that miniseries see OJ what oj does it's all about the post-mortem and like the you know the court case of course and like going what you were saying there jamie about you know my skate might like so historically accurate and that was a similar thing in the oj trial like you know the glove you know if it does not fit you must acquit you know things like that like it was just basically you know so well done that that's actually what happened so um yeah i love it when kind of movies and tv shows will do that like when we get to cool runnings um, next week here on the Oz Network. I'm so excited. Um, it's it's a case of we will obviously talk a lot about how much that is fabricated and it's done for Disney, yeah. but there are still particularly the final scene when they crash. That's basically spliced with real footage from the Winter Olympics, mm. so it's kind of it's cleverly done. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of I. I my point here, I'm, I'm getting Mallory. No, Mallory's getting Ben disease. It's not me getting as I always do this. Um, is that I agree with Jake. Like, I like it how they kind of do that. And I don't think I really mentioned before, but I loved it as well. Like, at the end when they kind of see, like, those, the footage of, you know, the interviews. I'm just randomly going on tangents here. Well, I, so I just,
1: for the yeah. Olympics, <laughs> I like, what's wrong and with me. I can see partly what Mallory's complaint is that there's not that much figure skating in this movie. There's none. You know. There's like three scenes. Well, but, the scenes that they do have, they film it in a way that makes it exciting because Sorry, they're Gordon. showing it on the ice, but the camera's constantly moving. But it's not moving along with the skater. It's almost moving, like, uh, opposite from the skater. Mm-hmm. And it just it makes it look really exciting. And I think partly because everybody has seen these things over and over again. You know, they, they found a clever way to at least present it where it looked different. Um but the movie, in a way, it, it, I don't think it would have worked if they just made it about the skating because everybody knows that part and they kind of go to a movie like this to see the things they don't know. It is kind of cool, though, that they put, you know, even real clips. Like, obviously, they have to have an actress play Nancy Kerrigan because there are going to be a few scenes that you don't have news footage of. But, you know, Oksana Bayul, who won the gold medal, they, they include the real footage of Oksana Bayul in, in, you know, the Olympics here for the Lillehammer and all that.
3: I like how you say her name with an accent. What's Oksana
1: that? Bayul. Oksana Bayul. Bayul.
3: I love oxana but you
1: is... Is, the- is, it,
3: is it one of those things like how when we're watching cooking shows and you see Italians and they pronounce absolutely everything else in, in a regular voice and then all of a sudden they, they go, uh, spaghetti! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, you could just see them, like, using their hands, like, motioning, spaghetti, parmesano, italiano, Atania Hardy. <laughs> I, I'll just do... I'll just- Are you using your hands?
0: Are you? like holding your hands up like tanya harding and mario
1: (laughs) but uh, i mean also the fact that this movie just is tanya harding's story i mean there's almost so much only so much you could show of her skating and they don't even really show nancy kerrigan stuff they don't show anything of Oksana bayul but like also you look at these other skaters and uh i can't remember which which one of you three were (laughs) saying earlier um about you know that they they don't really show like the downside of nancy or anything there was you know a negative side to nancy kerrigan and the abc documentary even showed that, that she got negative publicity when she won the silver because she was sitting there caught on camera mocking oxana bayul because she was delayed coming out to accept her gold medal it's like was she going to put on more makeup she's just going to cry it all off again and she was caught on camera saying that and it's like well that damaged her reputation you well, know I- oxana bayul who uh later would go on to go into rehab and everything like that i mean her reputation became damaged. It's almost like everything surrounding Lillehammer in ninety four, like this was such an elegant sport. Who got bronze and it's like the whole <laughs> Who got the who did get the bronze in Lillehammer? Good point. I'll find ben, that can out. you research that? <laughs> yes. Right. Um Nobody knows. But. I the one bit I liked was uh,
0: sorry to drop, was when they, they did the sort of the Tonya Hardy bit where she's like, Oh, can I just point out something? Does anyone ever go off the fact that Nancy Kerrigan play? looks so sad on the podium? Here I am, yeah. being like she
1: was just sulking. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the one time it addresses the fact like she wasn't happy with it. And I guess you can kind of understand. I mean, would she have won the gold medal if her knee was at 100%? I mean, I'm sure her knee was—you can't win a silver medal if your knee's not 99% or whatever. But, I don't know, part of it could have been psychological with her. You know, Nobody ever knows. But it's weird that everybody's sort of forgotten that even Nancy Kerrigan did not win gold off of this. But— Skating as a whole just was changed through this incident. You know, it's not just Tanya Harding. You look at Nancy Kerrigan. You look at Oksana Bayou. You look at what happened uh, with the, the Russian skaters in 2002 and um, the, the Canadians. What happened with the Russian? Oh, yeah, like
0: Jamie Billet <laughs> and David Peltier were robbed. Come on, Canadian! Yeah. I, I'm not even
1: Canadian. I get angry about that. <laughs> okay, but it's like this. Sort of started this. I'm not even going to consider it downfall, but it, this movie's so much about. Uh, skating is supposed to be pristine and it's all about appearances and it's politics and everybody has to be presented perfect Tonya Harding was like revolutionary in that sh- she made humans out of all skaters and you know, could Oksana Bayul have gone to rehab Three or four years after these Olympics had Tanya Harding not existed, first, where is this woman's like Nobel Peace Prize yeah. for <laughs> humanizing the sport of figure skating? And
0: and just to clarify, the bronze medalist, of course, was the esteemed Chinese skater Chen Lu, the very first uh, uh, Olympic medal in figure skating for China. She backed her bronze medal up by also winning bronze in the singles. I Chen Lu
1: coming soon. I Chen, Chen Lu, Network.
0: yes, absolutely can't wait. Um, she looks very happy in this photo that I'm looking at of her. Good on you. Nobody Chen was Lu.
1: happy except. Oxana, by you all, apparently.
0: Yes, exactly. I'm just actually looking at the results from... uh, Well, I did have it up a second ago. Uh, So Tonya Harding finished in eighth. She actually beat the esteemed Canadian skater Jose Chuniard, some French name, I don't know.
1: No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hold on.
3: (laughs) Can you, you pronounce that again?
0: Jose Josie Ch- Chunia Ch- Chun
1: Chun to me you Canadians. <laughs> um, now I I can vaguely remember a Canadian figure skater. I'll see the name if you if you send me the spelling, I'll pronounce oh, it for you. Because God damn it. every Canadian will be like this which She had her own commercials and everything after oh, this. That was girl. like Canada's. Pride. Was she fourth, fifth, what was she? she ninth. Was ninth, behind Tonya Tanya Harding beat her and she got her own... See, she got sponsorship. Well, Tanya Can- Harding has a reason to be upset here. Where's her Wheaties box?
0: What about Katarina Witt? She finished seventh. The esteemed German. We all know her, don't we? Who was sixth? What? Let's just run down the whole oh. thing. <laughs> <Ninth> to- okay, <laughs> so we have Hosey Chuniard of Canada in ninth... Tonya Harding in 8th, <laughs> USA. Katarina Witt, Germany, 7th. Tanya Szwekzenko <laughs> from Germany in 6th. That was not even
2: close. Yuka Sato
0: from Japan in 5th. Some French chick in 4th. Chen Lu. in <laughs> <seven>. <laughs> They don't get it. Nancy Kerrigan in 2nd. And Oksana Baul in 1st. Uh, it was it was
1: Jose Shoy- 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 Schwarzenegger. Jose Schwarzenegger. Jose Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <Shoy-Nard. laughs> Yeah, yes. she was very famous for a while, but, yeah. um, I mean, this, this is a stacked lineup too. I mean, I don't even really follow figure skating, but look at how many like legendary names are in here, well, including the great Chen Liu.
0: Torvald and Dean got bronze in the ice dancing, of course, backing up their, uh, their, what do they win? Gold this in was, Sarajevo, you know, Sarajevo?
1: This was, of course, the famous year where the great Canadian figure skater, Elvis Stoiko won silver as well. And he was much happier with the silver than Nancy isn't, Kerrigan.
0: Isn't he still going, Elvis? Like, didn't he like, stick around for a long time?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he was going at least up to, I think it was uh, Salt Lake City. But, uh, I mean, he does like ice capades and stuff like that now. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's in Frozen on ice playing Olaf right now. (laughs) That
0: just, I've seen um, Blades of Glory. That's all that happens to you after you
1: like... Can I, one thing I just want to
0: quickly point out, because I, I guess we kind of get to other parts. This is just a little minor thing. I'm sure, Colin, you would have noticed that. I pointed this out to Mallory, and I'm sure Jamie probably didn't know. Uh, but obviously they couldn't get the rights of the Olympic rings uh, oh, yeah. in this film. Because if you look right. at the scenes in Alberville and then in Lillahama, they've kind of got this weird Olympic rings formation.
2: They're missing the yellow ring yeah, in the top row. and it's in
0: a weird formation. But like, they actually, like. can I just say... Um, Aesthetically, it looks really good. Like, they got, like, the proper Alvaville logo, the proper Lillehammer logo. Even the medals that they put around, like, Nancy Kerrigan's neck, they're very similar colour style of the medals. So they do very well with that side of things. They just obviously couldn't quite tick off the Olympic rings to get use of. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, from the point of Lillehammer on, I mean, there's some good stuff up until then with, like, when this hits in the media and all that, but the movie kind of breezes by that. This was my complaint earlier, and I don't know if anybody was agreeing with me, but... My only real complaint is that after Lillahammer's over, there's almost too many scenes of what happened to her afterwards, other than the courtroom scene, which is good. I don't think I really needed to know everything else. I didn't need to know, you know, about her landscaping business and all this. (laughs) Um, And those are just things tacked on the end, but it just felt like it dragged a little bit for the last 15 minutes. I mean, this movie had a couple of clear climaxes, and it wasn't really going to be exciting after the Olympics were over.
0: I I kind of was intrigued that they... I don't say gelled over the media attention, but, I mean, it, it didn't seem as big a thing as it. I mean, maybe that was mm. the point of it. I know you and I talk about in a lot of other movies about reaction and all that sort of stuff from the media, but, I mean, you know, this obviously was just such a a media show because, you know, this was basically all everyone was talking about going into the Olympics, and you saw bits of that, but... Um you know, I, I did find it kind of interesting that it wasn't necessarily a big thing. Because, like, you never kind of got a th- an inkling that Tonya Harding was a, a celebrity in this movie, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I know she kind of talked about the fact that, oh, I got fourth in the Olympics and I was just going back to being a waitress. Which- I
2: think that the one, like, part of the movie that, for me... Well, there were two parts of the movie with the media, which is weird because I don't care about these things. Um, no, <laughs> but the one part is... She has
1: zero interest in your life or job, Ben. Correct. <laughs> that hurts.
2: 100% She's correct. using me for a
1: visa.
0: We know this.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, citizenship, that's all I need. Um, no, when, like, the one scene where her mother is legitimately nice to her is when she is wearing a wire, and... Yeah. yeah. But when she knocks on the door, Tanya yells, go away, like, I don't want to hear from you because she thinks it's the media. And the other time is when the media leaves, and Jeff, in his um, interview things, talks about the day that the media left and how all of a sudden they were gone and it was like nothing ever happened. Yeah, and I think that those are the two moments that you guys can now talk about in the movie, then <laughs> make things up about. And I will. Yeah, with well,
0: what well, you well said. no, I think I think like you're right. Like, and that I think they do it well enough. But it's it's kind of like in comparison again to the OJ miniseries, like that, the media storm around that, like, was just huge. Do you know about OJ Simpson? She's giving me a half nod. I don't... We need to educate... O.J. Simpson
2: Jamie. is a man I who killed or abused... or did I, had something heard, I had only heard about the name And went name to with Tanya Harding. Same. Didn't go to jail. Kind of went to jail. He,
0: well, he... He he went to jail for something else <laughs> something a lot different. longer later, but he got a... Well, look, he didn't go to jail for the murder. But I think yes. the the difference with blank? the
1: O.J. <laughs> Jamie's like, I know him from the Naked Gun movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the difference, I think, with the O.J., like, the, the meetings, and we joked about this 1994, but, like... I think the difference with the OJ and the Tonya side is that Tonya and Nancy Kerrigan kind of was, yeah, it was, I guess, a blinking. It was done after the Olympics, whereas the OJ one was a lot more related to race relations in the U.S. because it did yeah. obviously come not that long after the L.A. riots and the Rodney King situation. So a lot of people, there's a whole lot more background to it, basically. So, this yes, he's black. He's black, and a lot of people said also, the fact that he got not guilty was kind of a payback for Rodney King's abusers getting yeah. not guilty. So don't know who yeah.
2: that is. Um, OJ stands for Orange Julius, Orange Juice. <laughs> <Orange. laughs>
3: yeah, Orange, <laughs> um, right. uh, Orange Juice Simpson.
0: You're um, absolutely right, Orange Juice Simpson. That's exactly it.
1: Kay. Oh um, yeah, You don't.
2: They also don't Jimmy- have Orange Julius here, guys.
1: They don't you But orange you know I will julius? say uh, orange julius when i was a kid was like Amazing. the greatest thing ever cuz it was kind of the first place that made i guess what you consider now smoothies, yeah, yeah. kind of smoothies. but in comparison now like i've tried orange julius it's good but it does not compare no. to like booster juice or oh, jugo yeah. juice That's or all the other orange ones that take taken is over here they're yeah. fake
2: and super overly sweetened Whereas Which one? Orange Julius is like it's like it's yeah. not a real smoothie. It's like a no super sweetened like yogurt yeah. take <laughs> on smoothie. Whereas like your booster juice and uh Jugo juice and stuff actually uses like real yogurt. And is real it yogurt like and doesn't Tim add Hortons? That much extra sugar? It's actually kind of worse.
1: Tim Hortons with fruit and no caffeine. what's fruit?
2: Um, e- <laughs> yes, Ben doesn't eat fruits. Mallory, and vegetables. you know where
3: has good smoothies. Actually, is um Pita Pit. Oh, they have goodness. awesome smoothies. Yeah. Oh yeah, Pita Pit. We don't Pits
2: have here. Yeah. I'm good, positive. good
0: call, guys. Agree with you. Yep. Absolutely. What do you have, Ben? We have Boost Juice.
2: Yeah, yeah. Boost ju- I have not boost been. Juice? I'm really scared. Boost. To go. boost. <laughs> you don't have Boost Juice. No, we have Booster Juice. That's dumb.
3: It's Boost. <laughs> we have McDonald's. Wait, when you say boost juice, it just sounds like booze juice, like it's some bar. We're Australian, of course it's gonna have booze in it. <laughs> no, that's Ireland. We're
0: we drunker than
1: the Irish. Um Boost Juice has a picture of a shirtless guy's back. Jamie, look at it. Jamie, <laughs> quick, look. There's a lot of naked people here. There's a pineapple hanging out of a woman's rectum. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> This is a weird. Ben, what's wrong with you, Australians?
0: (laughs) Mallory, she's a Canadian in this country right now. (laughs) Mallory's Uh, doing this. She wants to (laughs) see the pineapple out of the box. (laughs) I'm very
2: curious. Uh,
1: Is is there anything else in the movie that we've missed talking about here that you know is noteworthy?
2: When okay, I want to go back to this whole skating thing that you seem to think you have made a point and you're wrong. why change something that you know (laughs) works what do you mean your whole like camera things it makes it different than every other skating movie blah 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 no 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 yes (laughs) i don't No. why why bother changing something that already works
1: because you, I mean, it's the same thing if you're going to do a movie about Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, are you going to do it just with the documentary footage that exists, or are you going to film it in a different way and make present it in a way that the audience hasn't seen before?
2: Well, if we cared about the movie, then I would have an opinion on that, but because we don't care about the movie, sorry, I'm sorry, um... I am a nice person in Still real Canadian. life. Typical <laughs> Canadian. You have to apologize
1: halfway through and you know, big statement. No. Do you know how many times on an episode Jamie will say something and then she'll be like, I really am a nice person, people.
2: <laughs> oh, there's this thing. Yeah, I know. I think it was on Facebook that would get along talks well. about how um, Canadians think that they can interrupt anyone at any time because <laughs> they're so polite <laughs> so therefore they can interrupt without getting in trouble or something like that. Anyway, I thought it was funny because that's totally me. Um... That was not the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make was... Oh, skating. So, why change something that already works? When... Oh, mm, I just I love skating movies, and I feel like okay. Give no, me some other wait, comparable wait, skating movies no, that aren't the Ice yeah, Princess and yeah, Michelle yeah.
0: Trachtenberg.
2: You don't want to ask that question because <laughs> I don't have any others to tell you. No, no here's, no, here's I example, Ed, Cutting Edge. Are, Cutting the, Edge is one of the best movie series ever. There's three or four of them.
0: I've not seen the Cutting Edge. Is <laughs> okay, that really, There's three or four
1: Snow Dog movies. That doesn't make sense. Oh the best god, series. don't bring
0: up Snow, snow dog Dogs movies. Don't. No one's not on the line right now. Eight below. Eight. no, that's the white version of Snow Dogs. It has a it's white really man cool in it. Snow Dogs what has a black is, man. What is in it. Snow
3: Dogs. <laughs> you want to know what's a really cool movie? That's like not quite skating, but if you actually had it on ice, it would be so cool. Colin's gonna groan when I say the Snakes name on of the a movie. Plane. You- got- no, <laughs> Sorry, which? What is? What is the one where there's roller derby? Oh,
1: Whip It! No. Yeah.
3: Oh. oh. Such a good movie.
0: No. Love it. Roller I is love scary. Ellen Page in anything. No, okay. Look, Ellen Page is okay, but Juno is just one of the most biggest pieces of shit ever produced on celluloid. That's the one about what about the P-
3: else? P- you Juno. take
0: that back? No, I will not take that back. That you don't. You don't want to know. Like you want. You want torture. Hey, Play the soundtrack to Juno to people nonstop <laughs> in a music store where you work at for three weeks. You will literally, literally, want to murder people. And no, Alison Janney um, no, can't excuse, save that movie.
3: Excuse, excuse me, Mr. Australia. You guys don't even have Twizzlers. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking
0: my Chris Hemsworth and Hugh Jackman's back. You're not allowed to look at them shirtless anymore.
3: No.
1: Oh! <laughs> She's like, I'll be good. Uh, I'm going to say this in defense of Juno, or I'm going to say, uh, let me count. Five things in defense of Juno that does not have to do with Ellen Page. Alison Janney, Jason Bateman, Jennifer Garner, J.K. Simmons, and the great Canadian Michael Sarah.
0: But the Case music, closed. the music, look, <laughs> you can take that Michael music. Sarah. Look, I don't Sarah care. Pilgrim. No. <laughs> okay, wait,
2: Juno is the one about the pregnant girl, right? You're not
0: watching Juno. If yeah. you want to watch Juno, I'm breaking I just want to
2: you. know if that's the movie that we're it talking is. about. It is, she's
0: pregnant, and it's quirky, and she's, no. If Valerie's pregnant? Quirky what? <laughs> <laughs> we meant to say that on air. You're like, uh, <laughs> picking up with me. She's pregnant and quirky. <laughs> Like, I used to think Ellen Page was hot, but now she gives me the shits.
2: This movie doesn't look like it's entertaining it's based not. on the pictures. not. the
0: poster makes it look boring. Her
2: face is just not entertaining.
0: Hey,
2: you know no, she looks boring. More
0: entertaining if she had a mustache. What? Yeah, with a split in the middle. <laughs> with a nip nipple. <laughs> or what was it? <laughs> Lip nipple. No, what was it called? A nip <laughs> nipple. Dimple.
3: Nip dimple. Yeah. <laughs> nip
1: dimple. <laughs> nip nipple. <laughs> um. Okay, so I have one more thing to add on the skating scenes because the movie does... I'm not even going to say that it lacks the skating scenes, but here's the other thing. Margot Robbie can't skate. And if she can skate, She's it's Australian. not... She's Australian. Of course she can't skate. Do you
2: know how yeah. sensitive to, is to skating here? She's never seen ice here? before.
0: Well, like Mallory. But it
2: ma- literally costs... Like, the lowest price that I have seen to go and skate on a skating rink here is 20 freaking dollars. <laughs> well, okay. $20! Can I just
0: clarify that in the great nation of Australia, we literally have 20 ice skating rinks. I'm sure Colin could drive to 20 ice skating rinks in Winnipeg in the next 10 minutes. Correct. All right?
3: So Walk to the <laughs> can, can I ask you a legit question about Australia? You
0: can ask me a legit question about Australia. I'll
3: have a better answer. <laughs> I... Why do you guys, na- okay, I'm sorry, this is off topic, but it's so, it, it's kind of been in my head for the last couple of days. I was putting on a show for Casper about animals or whatever. You putting on why a show? Why do you guys, yeah, <laughs> why do you guys name your animals the most stupidest things, like <laughs> like kangaroo? And I think kangaroo is dumb or koala or whatever, well, the- but then I come across this other one where it's a quaka. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with a quaka? Uh,
1: what do you know what one of the specialties is at Boost Juice? The Straw
3: <laughs> I, s- I think a Kwakai in my baby. Oh, they're so cute, though. Can Whoa.
0: I just point out, JB, that uh, they're generally named by our aboriginals, so...
2: <laughs> you can't <laughs> say anything offensive past here.
0: As an Australian, God. I cannot legally comment
1: on that. <laughs> okay,
2: how do I... If I All click right, and so drag...
1: Back when? to the skating scenes. Um, oh, God. Margot Robbie can't skate. <laughs> Jamie pointed she, she asked me early in the movie it's like how do they make Mar- Mar- Margot Robbie skate like that I'm like they don't look at the scenes where she's doing the tricks and stuff like that it's always from a far away angle and it's always a double and it's a low budget movie I'm not faulting the movie for that but if you're going to film this the way it is you know with actual skating scenes you'll have to see her face and there's no way to do that because Margot Robbie can't skate and they can't spend millions of dollars on CGI so for what they did with the skating in this and filming it in a different way where, you know, the, the camera moves kind of hide the, you know, Margot Robbie shots mixed with the stunt double, I thought it was really good. I
0: agree. Uh, and like I could not at any point in this movie when the, fault the, the CGI because to me it looked as though Margot Robbie was doing all yeah, the skating. Yeah, when
2: like the first time that she skates as an adult in the movie... Um, ben looked at me and goes, "Do you think they used a double for this?" I was like, "They used a double for this." Fast.
0: But it's the editing, it's the interchange, it's, it's done so cleverly. Like it's, it's not like one of these ones where yeah, but- there's a deliberate long shot of the back of a person's head, so you know it's a double. Like, like yeah. going back to the camera work that Colin's going, you you disagree with, but like it's very cleverly done. The focus yes, of it, and- they
2: did a good job, but yeah, it just. Why bother changing something that you know works? That That is my entire point. <laughs> the second thing about the skating that I want to see is I love every time she either stops in the middle of a routine or skates back on the ice when she's not supposed to to yell at the judges. Favorite part of the movie. Which is like, suck my dick. There's like, there's, I think there's three occasions <laughs> but, when this happens. One being when her lace breaks and she cries. But it just like... I think that that almost makes the judges into real people, which I find really interesting, because a lot of the time... As opposed in- to those fake no, 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 CGI no. judges. In the- a lot of the time, in <laughs> movies like this, like, if you take, like, a gymnastics movie or a figure skating movie, which are, I think, the best examples of this, you see, ju- yes, um, you see Don't the judges... Yes, obviously. You see the judges, and That's they're... That thing is great. Stick it's the best movie ever. <laughs> okay, maybe not. That that could be debated. That's anyway. talk, of course. Nah, incorrect. <gasps> Anywho, Get out of my house.
1: Okay, I'm trying to make a Jeff point. Stick it, they gotta give this a second watch.
2: <laughs> my point is judges <laughs> are always these hoity-toity people who don't talk, and like, like you would kind of view them as just like jerks without a personality, and yeah. like. No, 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 it's true, though. Like, they're just, they're in a league of their own, and they're never touched, where I think that Tonya Harding has this ability to go beyond and be like, you're a human, I'm a human, like, let me try and Uh, give me a fair chance.
1: I don't know, I kind of took something else away from the movie, though, because... She does say things like, you know, the judges aren't giving me the scores. The judges aren't giving me the scores. And I think you kind of have to look at their And maybe the movie wanted to portray it that way. But you have to look at the real situation and say she was making these claims after winning the national championships and coming in second at Worlds. And she's still claiming, oh, the judges aren't giving me the right scores because of my image or this or that she didn't lack success and she didn't get to the she got to the olympics because she had success so i think a lot of that was in tanya harding's own head and the movie does address that as well when they will constantly have her say it wasn't my fault and there's one really funny moment where she says okay um this was kind of my fault but in a way it actually wasn't you know like she always has that excuse so Although the movie, like everything else in the movie, they leave it up in the air. Like, you know, is she being screwed over by the judges? Or is this just her paranoia and the fact that everybody's to blame with Tanya?
2: Yes, Th- but at the same time, that was not the point I made.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hi.
1: <laughs> um, on that note... I like
3: this girl more and more and more.
0: Do I have your approval, Jamie? Yeah.
3: <laughs> good. I- I- I'm paying
0: the actress good enough then. That's good. Um, I... I found it I think actually one of the things I read was that the suck my dick line actually didn't happen and I think that Tonya Harding the real Tonya Harding said she wished she had have said that um, but can I just like would that have been a thing if legitimately you know give me a, a figure skater the um I don't know somebody who's about to compete in Pyeongchang the, the chick I'm about to interview in the next 24 hours I can't even remember her name uh, but like if she
1: if she <laughs> listen Off the Podium with Ben the chick camera. can I, r-
0: I barely remember Mallory's name I keep calling her Valerie that's true but um <laughs> Like, if she, like, got shitty at the judges and went up to them and was like, suck my dick. Like,
1: this is, are they going to get away with that? <laughs> no,
0: wouldn't they get thrown
2: out of competition?
1: You have to look at it and you can't really, you know, uh, victimize Tanya Harding because, sure, the movie wants you to feel for her a little bit. But if we were watching I, Ryan Lochte right now, no, and Ryan God. Lochte, is that, <laughs> is anybody going to think it's appropriate? I mean, Can she's we- still an athlete. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing, I mean, he's- there's another example of somebody's not even polarizing, nobody likes Ryan Lochte, and if Ryan Lochte did these things, would anybody be looking at this movie saying, I think he's misunderstood.
0: Hey guys, just, um, I'm really pissed off at the swimming, um, suck my dick, guys, and sign up to me on my website. Does he still, like, did we buy something from him two years ago and we're just waiting for it to be shipped?
1: (laughs) (laughs) say it may take, like, six years of shipping? So what are they doing now? The judge, do you think- <laughs> the judge held a gun to me and my friend's head and said, "You know, Give you us your think, wallet. Do you, you think to he's hot, caught, Jamie?
0: Do you think Ryan Lockney's
1: hot? hot, No. Okay, thank God. <laughs> <No>.
3: <laughs> he grounds for divorce. <laughs> no. Guy looks like. Okay, I thought that the. The fat tub of lard in the movie looked like the biggest idiot yeah. ever. <laughs> this guy looks like the biggest idiot ever. Wait,
1: wait, he's got his shirt off in this picture.
3: Yeah, he looks know, like he, he eats, no. He looks like he eats glue for breakfast.
1: <laughs> he does. He would. He would. Is he gay?
0: <laughs> Is he gay?
3: No, well, <laughs> he looks like he could make a good gay person.
2: Um, sure. Like a very like fluffy like.
0: He's just a douche No, no, scroll down. Late. Oh,
2: yeah, that one. No, like not that the, one.
3: You don't like those uh, frosted tips? Yeah, no, 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 doesn't he look like he can make
2: a good gay person? He, like, the... dyed his hair yeah. gray for the Rio
0: Olympics because he thought it
1: would, I don't know, what? Because he's George clooney it? He didn't even realize can what was doing. Can we just take a poll around the room as to whether we would dedicate this amount of time to a podcast on I, Ryan Lochte, the movie? No. No. Uh. <laughs>
2: God. I feel like we could make fun of him for a long time can we?
0: Can we please just discover And we're going to cross uh, advertise here for Off the Podium Coming soon daily during the 2018 Winter Olympics Can we please just like discover a new Ryan Lochte Throughout the Winter Games Like who will it be, Chumpy Pullen? Yeah. Now, he's got personality and he's actually smart and he's good uh, I'm like we need to find the winter version of Ryan Lochte
1: Oh there has to be And we know he's going to be American, let's be honest <laughs> yes, of He's going to be American
0: Apollo <laughs> Anto Ono is he still around? Uh- <laughs> oh
1: yeah, let's hope so um, uh, do we want to go around and rate this thing now I kind of Get an impression Of where Mallory's going No she you should are Correct
0: right. right. Can I just point out This is the reason Why I love this girl She's not done One of these episodes She's never actually Listened to the Health Network But <laughs> I, I, I told her Like in one go About our rating system We have to explain This system to like People who like look, and Let's No honest, it
2: makes sense It's an easy system But, but
0: okay maybe it's Just the American Survivor so? contestants That have to be Explained <laughs> to cause, like, What does that mean <laughs> Um, Okay so it's the Americans <laughs> That don't understand it But like legitimately Within two seconds no one's like Oh I understand that you don't have to explain it to me I get it so...
1: <laughs> Let's yes. flash back if we can In editing to the Mummy episode That Jamie and I recorded Where she spent an hour telling me how it was the worst movie She'd seen in years And then when I asked her would you buy it, rent it or bin And she goes you know I'd probably buy this movie <laughs> So I could the collection
0: <laughs> well, it's like, Was it Kristen too? She's American She's like I don't even know what that means Like, Am I supposed to listen to yeah. the show? <laughs> Alright
1: All right, so very simple Buy it rent it bin it um let's leave mallory for last then so okay. jamie what would you do with i tanya
3: i would buy it i enjoyed it
1: yeah i would buy it too i mean this is an easy buy for me and of the oscar bait movies we've done i think uh you know this is probably up there with the darkest hour for me i still don't think i've seen a movie where i'm absolutely in love with it for like oscar contender movies this year but this is probably the closest like this movie is such a blast
0: Uh, yeah buy it hands down Uh, I loved it and um, I can't actually want to go see it on the big screen again uh, (laughs) because no mushrooms
1: interrupting because
0: that's where we saw it Um, yeah no I thoroughly enjoyed it Uh, just Margot Robbie was brilliant Alison Janney was brilliant um special note to my man bobby cannavali who who is he yeah. like the the producer of hard, hard copy, copy. <laughs> like, I, I legitimately was like as soon as he came screen, i was like stop bobby cannavali again like he's a new samuel
1: he's L. jackson he's
0: just everything
1: <laughs> yeah this is like when we started the oz network and we suddenly realized we'd done four joey slotnik reviews <laughs> in a row somehow <laughs> yeah. um mallory
0: Okay, so as much
2: as I say bad things about this movie, I would rent it. You haven't said
1: one good thing. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs>
2: um no, no. It was it was worth watching because it's a sports movie. And I think that you will probably find this if I ever do a review with you again, which hopefully you don't hate me that much and I can. Um <laughs> but I think like I think it was worth watching. It was honestly interesting and like like I didn't know about the incident before watching this movie, and I think that for me, like it was just it was interesting for me to see. But apart from that, it was a terrible movie. Watch it once, <laughs> never see it again. That's my opinion.
1: So you rent. So it. is that a buy it, rent it, or vintage? it? <laughs> That's why you.
2: That is why He's, you rent movies so she she you can watch it, it and return it.
1: Yes. Okay, so it's it's worth paying money to watch and then regret and wish you will yes, never have to watch correct, it again.
0: <laughs> good. Good call. Makes sense. But are you yeah. even aware of what renting is? Like when you go to the video store, like are you, you remember, live in an age. Where you I remember, remember
2: when Blockbuster was yes. torn down. That was one of the buildings that I watched the the, the wrecking ball hit. Um, it was a very sad day. Mm-hmm. We have actually, I think they closed down Mike's recently. I'm not Mike's! It was the last movie rental store in oh. Victoria. But actually, uh, there might—it might still. No, I don't think it's so there anymore. I think it's a Thai food restaurant now.
0: Oh well, is it Mike's Thai food? No. What happened to Mike?
2: <laughs> he died.
0: Oh well, that's a <laughs> shame. Here's your legacy, Mike. Just tear down your building and put in no, they Thai food. Tear down
2: the building. They just don't have the rental shop anymore. Can you I love. I love renting. <laughs> <Can't-> <laughs> Bring back the Thai food after you
0: leave. <laughs> this um, is not. I loved renting. There? That was my that was my school holidays. Uh, yeah, Walk down to Video City, you'd get 5 for 10 bucks and What? Uh, yeah. No oh, way. we could get 10 for $10. Yeah. Oh, well, wait,
2: no. wait. Wait. wait, wait. No, 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 no. You would get one for $10. What are you guys talking about? You are so
1: old. We don't have Twizzlers.
0: I know. It's Very sad. <laughs> they were weekly. Do you, you know what? The new
1: releases. <laughs> what one thing in defense of Blockbuster and Rogers and all the other ones jumbo here in Canada closing down. Jumbo. Um when they all went out of business, in a way, it was the greatest day of my yes, life because, because they, they were selling all, all of their stock so cheap. It's like, yeah, you, I'd go in there every single day and I'd walk out with like, you know, fourteen DVDs and Blu-rays for seven dollars, yeah. and that's where half of my collection comes from. Yeah, mm-hmm. no,
0: I'd agree with that. We, when our Video City one here, Tasmanian chain, did that, um, I remember vividly spending about fifty dollars on like a hundred of the newest DVDs that had been out for about a week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a good day.
1: Yeah. Alright. Cool. Uh, memories of Blockbuster Oz <laughs> coming soon to, to the Oz network. <laughs>
0: I'm glad you at least know what they uh, were. Matter, I don't feel that <laughs> off.
1: Ben, you've already mentioned it, but do you want to set up and tease uh, how excited we we're for next week's Olympic month? Some people like some say you know weeks. you
0: can't believe the Oz Network is gonna do cool runnings. Um yeah, like <laughs> someone <right>. went downhill. <laughs> very Seriously, yeah. like, we talk about renting movies and just watching them. I legitimately would rent Cool Runnings probably every month and just watch it five times a day.
2: So um, we clearly know your opinion of this movie Oh, <laughs> well, this isn't, a,
0: like, this is a buy-it already. Come on. This, like, this movie is just brilliant. Episode is, over a buy-it. This would be in my if top you, 20 movies of honestly, all time. Honestly, <laughs> if
2: people did not own this movie already, that would, like, be sad for me. Like, this is a oh, movie that I actually own that this, we're going to review. There you go. There, you, there go. you go.
0: And you know the sad fact is, is that... The day I found out that 90% of this movie was not true, I got so (laughs) sad. (laughs) This is going to be me
2: when we do the review of this movie.
0: (laughs) I mean, we had the the honour of uh, having uh, one of the original four... Uh, Jamaican bobsled is on off the podium in the last twelve months, which was you know a big thrill for me to be able to do. Um, it's just a movie that I love. Like I, you know, I watch this at least once or twice a year. Obviously, when the Winter Olympics come on, it's pretty much the only movie that I will ever watch in the lead up to the Winter Olympics. Uh, maybe the Mighty Ducks trilogy, um, but just I words going to express how much I love Cool Runnings. It's just such a great movie um i know it so well i don't even really have to watch it but i will anyway because you know it's cool runnings so uh yeah the most excited probably out of the four that we're doing although i am excited for eddie the eagle because i only watched it once and i really did enjoy it uh. so um yeah i'm i'm so looking forward to doing cool runnings
1: i'm just wondering if there's a way that we can get jamie to come on all these podcasts too like mallory are you gonna watch cool runnings or have you seen it before or are you gonna come on the episode
2: yes yes and yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> jamie jamie
3: Oh, Come man. on, Jamie. What are your
1: feelings on Cool Runnings? Just tell us your feelings on it.
3: No, it's a very good movie. Well, because but... here's the thing.
1: You have to commit to all of these uh, if you're going to commit to it. And Eddie the Eagle does have Hugh Jackman uh, in it. So week yeah. four, if you want to get to week four, if you want to get Hugh Jackman, Cool Runnings, miracle.
3: I know, but it takes a lot of effort to be me. I'm not this naturally funny all the time. <laughs>
1: Half of her is scripted right now. <laughs> you, you, that's
0: why you guys take so long all the time. It's like, okay, I'm going to say this at this point. I'm going to say this at this point. Okay, it's scripted that I have to like Mallory. Did you say,
3: did you say <laughs> something about sex?
0: <laughs> well, what? Whoa, is that what's happening after this podcast? Ben, did you? Jimmy, watch that wasn't your next line. By yourself?
3: <laughs> no, I literally thought that's what he said.
0: The what big did... sick. That's so sad. What are you saying? I made the big sick.
2: What? No, you what? watched and what? reviewed it by yourself.
0: Oh, I watched and reviewed it by myself,
1: That's yeah. That's so sad. I'm like when nobody go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Colin did yeah, <laughs> week. Well, Molly's game. We live- Colin did. <laughs> yeah, we live two blocks from a theatre and I can't get Jamie to go with me to Molly's game. <laughs> it's literally pointing at my
0: review sheet here. You went to a
1: movie by yourself. <laughs> That's so sad. Jamie, why would we Molly's game with me?
3: I didn't want to see it.
1: Why weren't you at Darkest Hour with me?
3: I didn't want to see it.
1: Why weren't you at The Shape of Water with me?
3: I didn't want to see it.
1: Jet. Will you be here for Cool Runnings? Uh, we'll Are see. we headed for divorce? We'll see. Should I be concerned? <laughs> Does Casper need to know which parent he's living with? Do clearly, I get snacks cold. We
3: for that episode? <laughs> yeah. I, as long as there's snacks, I'll be there. Oh, yeah, as long as there's
0: snacks. Snacks?
2: Can we do that?
0: Can we have sex? Snacks! <laughs> <laughs> we can do both. <laughs> Like a
1: strawberry brekkie from Boost
0: Juice?
2: <laughs> that sounds really scary to me. Can honestly. I just point out
0: that I'm trying to get Mallory to come along and see this Australian movie called Swinging Safari, which I think I've told you about? It has uh, Julie McMahon in it, Guy Pierce, Kylie Minogue. Um, it's just a 70s swinging movie, which looks hilarious. I just showed you the trailer for it. Do you want to come and see it with me?
2: I'm still very unsure about the answer <laughs> to
0: it's Australian humour. <laughs> um, not like these hilarious
1: Canadian movies that you put out every year.
2: <laughs> bon Cop Bad Cop is a good movie.
1: <laughs> it's on the yeah, list. We'll, that's that's one of the potential things we have to do is Australian Canadian Swap Month. So Bon, yes. bon Cop Bad Cop on the list for and that. I'm gonna make you I guys watch know. the
2: Castle. We looked at like Canadian movies the other day, and Bon Cop Bad Cop was the only one that I'd ever heard of Georgia. and seen uh, actually. Georgia
0: Jungle. Uh, what's the other one? Man, uh, with Man on the Moon. Oh, Men with brooms. The curling movie. Oh, oh, there's a curling movie.
2: That's
1: great. Never heard of it. Dudley Do Right.
2: You're making sure. Well, that's out. not a
1: Canadian movie. It's a American stereotype of Canadians. Canadian bacon. Not a Canadian movie. Um, <laughs> cool. cool Runnings, though. Cool Runnings has two scenes filmed here in Winnipeg. One of which Ben and I could have visited oh. the location. They did tear it down two days before he came.
0: Damn it! That's sad. Which, which can we also point out that two of these movies that we have got in the final three weeks do have a very Canadian setting, and the fact that they were both at the nineteen eighty eight yeah. Winter Olympics, of course, which was in mm. Mallory. Can you tell me where the nineteen eighty eight Winter Olympics were? <laughs> it's a city which I like, which you think is an ugly city. The best hockey team comes from there, which I'm converting. Oh you to.
2: God! Stop talking about them. We don't like that <laughs>
3: <laughs> You don't Calgary even like the is Canucks. The answer. <laughs>
1: Did you go to
0: Calgary yet, Colin, to watch the Moguls?
1: Ah, oh, sad story. Why
3: did you have to bring that up? <laughs> <out>? oh.
0: <laughs> I was on TV the other day, and I'm like, oh, Colin's okay. there. He's,
3: he's, he's never going to let me live it down, ever. I had built up he, wanted to meet, he wanted to meet his, his hot sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they hot. Not my sisters. They are hot. Yeah, the depredents. Really
1: yeah. And not to mention them. Andy Naughty and yes. all the other Canadians. Who loves a cat? Um, no. We had um, we had you know made plans. I had figured out every hotel. I'd figured out the days. We'd figured out who was taking Casper. Um, and somebody spent a couple hundred dollars too much on Christmas, and we had no money to leave the city. Jamie. Uh,
3: <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to buy an Xbox One Yeah, so she needed an Xbox
1: One So Moguls waits for another year Okay, well you
3: now have
0: to officially buy in the, I think there actually is a Pyeongchang Winter Olympics game this year So you have to buy in
1: that so we can play Moguls on the Xbox So I can be the de- No, I don't want to be the deferral point sisters So I, oh, I do <laughs> uh, um, So quickly, cool runnings uh, maybe Don't we you guys get...
3: love Colin's uh, uncanny, uncanny-, uncanny <laughs> ability to actually change subject so smoothly? <laughs>
1: He's a politician. So too.
3: smooth.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so Cool Runnings, is another childhood favorite of mine. Has a few Winnipeg locations we'll talk about. It's it's by far my favorite movie out of these. It is going to be a buy-it. So if you just tune into these episodes, if you waste an hour and a half of your life just to hear if we buy it, rent it, or bin it, uh, don't bother listening to Cool Runnings. Good luck on the Titanic but... episode with that. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that.
0: Mallory um, has not seen Titanic. You consider yourself lucky. Ugh. <laughs> no.
1: It's a brilliant <laughs> movie. <laughs> and just, no. Jamie, brilliant. Titanic. Um, no.
2: That's you should see the look voice. on her face. She
1: looks like she just vomited in her own mouth. <laughs> this Shirtless manning Titanic.
3: Oh, Colin's done a few by okay, himself. You know what? I'm sorry, but <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> you're still going over all of our solo reviews. You know, I,
3: I watched a news bleeper, uh, blooper thing the other day, and I found it absolutely hilarious and quite accurate, actually. When a news lady accidentally pronounced his name Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Do you like Leo, Mallory?
2: Name a movie in which he has been in that I have seen.
3: <laughs> well,
0: that's all <laughs> next <awkward>. generation. Um, <laughs>
1: wait,
3: wait, wait, That age when it came out, loved him, and I just never got it. I was, I was never, I always thought he was ugly.
1: Inception, The Departed, oh, Inception. The Revenant. Wait,
3: I think I Catch watched
1: like maybe half of that. Django Unchained. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? You're mentioning the oldest
0: possible movies here, Ben. <laughs> Can I just point out okay, this is going along this episode, but it's funny. So Mallory's staring at our reviews, right? And she's like, Oh Colin, you've gone to so many by himself. You said before, did you do one by yourself, thinking one of our movies? Can we just pointing out here, Kill Phil Kill Phil 2, legitimately movies I made, and we reviewed them.
3: <laughs> you made?
0: I made movies oh, in college. Oh, no, so- not not bring up no. these movies. These are different. Please,
3: no. please don't make her watch them. I'm struggling to get her to watch that.
0: my film documentaries, let alone <laughs> no, no, kill no. Phil. <laughs>
3: um, are you trying to bore her to death?
0: <laughs> Why do you think I've been single for so long?
1: Uh, it's probably because there's YouTube clips out there of using it all by myself in Kill Phil Volume 2. That was an iconic scene. <laughs>
0: also Ben <laughs> voted buy it on Kill Phil 2 but everyone <laughs> What well, was a bit more with that project? Of course I had to buy it. No you didn't it buy was, the no, first it, one. It, it's it really funny. If, <laughs> can
1: I just say we should have included the the review in our best of episode? Where I, I, polite, I not politely, I legitimately gave a rent to, to Kill Phil Volume One, and then the second one I ripped it apart for an hour and a half, and then Ben <laughs> basically says, "I'm buying this. You're being mean, Colin. I'm buying it just to protest." You didn't rent the first one. You binned it. I think the fr- Well, I think I was kinded. I was. A, it was a kind bin it to the first one. It was a kind.
0: <laughs> it's a kind bin it. Oh, oh God. Anyway. All right.
1: So cool readings coming next week. <laughs> Followed by Miracle, followed by Eddie the Eagle. Uh um, Miracle by win- right now I have a
0: girl next to me. That's the miracle. Yeah.
1: Yes. And it's not gonna last. What, if is you let it watch Kill
0: <laughs> what is miracle about? Yes. That is the third time you've asked me this on this. <laughs> Nineteen eighty Winter Olympics with the USA <laughs> win the gold medal. In what sport? Ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm Googling for you right now. Miracle.
1: <laughs> There it is, 2004 <laughs> film. It's a Jamie. Have you drama. seen Miracle? <laughs> you haven't seen Miracle either, Jamie?
3: No, no. Uh, have you seen, E-Eagle? have E-Eagle? you
1: seen <laughs> Eddie the Eagle?
3: Have you seen Eddie the Eagle?
1: Yeah. Jamie. No, neither of us have seen None that one yet Neither of
2: you have seen it. You're going to hate it.
0: It's not bad. It's <laughs> Cool Runnings on skis. It's exactly the same movie as Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings is a good movie. Like Hugh Jackman is John Candy. Like, that's legitimately the difference. And he's white.
2: Jokes. He's incorrect.
0: <laughs> he's British, and it's got a good song in the credits.
2: <laughs> good things about the movie. Anything? It has illegal. a good song cool. in it the was credits.
1: Fun. I really giving away it. all of our reviews, Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this episode should have ended twenty five minutes ago. Why are we still talking? I get to
1: strap. Olympics opening ceremonies are starting in 15 minutes. That's how we, long we've been going. The
0: 2022 Beijing uh, opening ceremony is about to start. 2026
1: Flint Flon, Manitoba.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a place in All Manitoba.
1: All right. She's so, <laughs> looking at me. Join us. Has... Join us next week <laughs> with anywhere from two to four people who can bring themselves <laughs> to watch and talk about floor rides. Um. My name is Colin, and uh, I had a quokka <laughs> smoothie for breakfast. My name is Ben,
0: and it was the 1980 Winter Olympics <laughs> when the USA won gold.
2: Oh, I'm supposed to introduce myself say, again. say, my name
0: is Mallory. <laughs>
2: my name is Mallory. <laughs> and you
0: and... can say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> I trained her so well.
3: I don't understand.
0: Yep, that's a valid quote. <laughs> I don't
3: understand. It's Jamie... <laughs> And my name is Jamie, and I record podcasts better when I'm angry.
0: Thank you for listening to The Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.